Welcome to the Electronic Gaming Mostly Podcast. I'm Milktoast Mike. You're with the hey. Gambler. And holy shit, it has been a rough two weeks. Not so much yeah. for video games, but, um, you know, World of Warcraft got pushed back, whatever. I mean, it's that's fine. Yeah, that's... what I expected. I Yeah, but I'm not okay with that because... Uh, start off with that because i i'm not okay with them pushing it back i know everybody's like oh it's great that means the game's gonna be better no it's not first of all all mmos especially release with fucking bugs there's if you think you're gonna put the pushing back the game release is gonna make sure there's no bugs you're out of your fucking mind and if you think it means they're going to change something that you don't like, you're out of your fucking mind. Everything is finalized. We're in beta. Beta is feature complete. There are no more features being added. Okay. The only thing that will change, the, the only reason why they push this back is because probably something related to fucking California and COVID. They didn't get to fucking finish in time. So in terms oh, of, I haven't really looked into it a whole or lot. Whatever. From what I understand, it's mostly like end game shit that they're trying to tweak and balance better, but. Well, they I mean, said I don't care. Uh, in, their, like... in their official thing, they said that um, over the past several months of testing, they made significant progress iterating on and polishing the core features of gameplay. We're at a point where the zones, the campaign, the level up questing experience and the story we have to tell are essentially ready to share. We're excited by the covenants at the heart of the expansion, and it's been a thrill to see Torgash take shape into a fun new kind of wild experience. However, as everyone, everything started coming together and we've been listening, listening to and building upon your feedback, it's become clear. We need a little more time for additional polish and to balance and iterate on some interlocking pieces, particularly those related to the end game. So basically people bitched and moaned about the end game and they want to go in and I'm sure it has something to do with the PVP itemization. They want to change that or something which whatever it's so dumb like just do that shit after the release they always do that anyways the fucking gamers man the the community is the one that fucking ruins these games and this happens over and over again every expansion an expansion is slated to release these fucking elite elitist fucking youtube and twitch fucking assholes go in and play the game like it's not the way i want to be it's like listen i like githalian i think he's a good guy But the other day I saw somebody on fucking Twitter that was like, the problem with these looter shooter games or these looter games is they all come out of the gate the same way. Like nobody is out here upset because there's not enough loot, upset because there's too much loot in a game. But every time one of these things comes out, there's not enough loot or it's just you get to the end of the game and it's drip feeding you loot and stuff like that. And then get down and it's like, I like the grind. Well, of course you do. You have tw- you spend twelve hours playing video games because that's your job. Of course you like the grind. You know how many people work nine to five and come home and they get two to three hours to play a fucking video game? They don't want to sit there and grind. Well, here, do they me can't. a favor. Look up look up the definition of grind. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, reduce to small particles. Rub or cause to rub together. A crushing or grating sound. A hard, dull work. <laughs> that's the one right there yeah. relief from the daily grind hard dull work i mean do you want that in your video games well that's the, the thing the word grind used to be a negative the whole 
when when we gamers started using grind to refer to a game, it wasn't a positive thing. It was a negative. This game is grindy. And then these people came out. They were like, I like it. I'm it's a so grinder. weird. Yeah, I bet you are. Like, if the game, like, sure, I'll grind Modern Warfare, but it's not like, oh, I fucking hate this game, but I want the rewards. Like, I like playing it. So I enjoy that there's the grind something. It's still too the much, though. point to it. It should be something that happens on the back end as you enjoy playing the game. That's proper grinding. And for the most part, it is. It's the it's it, for modern warfare specifically. It's the uh get get all these fucking hip shot kills with a sniper rifle. You know, just the weird things like well, you, you can would never make do. the case that it gives you a reason to shoot in the game, and that's fun. Well, it definitely gives you a reason to use all the guns. Otherwise, everyone would just be using the fucking M4 and the MP5. It's not like and... Destiny though, where you depend on your item level or your light level in order to actually do damage and so not be, you know and you can't do in-game content until you're at a certain number and just making these arbitrary gates so that you can't breeze through their content i don't even want to do that i i'll tell you what i mind more than grinding is time gated grinding whether like you're oh, you actually can play more and you want to but because of some arbitrary time limit that's put in place, right. you, you can't make any more progress. And usually, you know, it, it's a situation where you want to keep playing the game, but you just can't find a reason to. Destiny is a perfect example. Like the moment to moment shit is usually pretty fun. The shooting and the powers yeah. and all that. And, but like and you're just doing the same shit and do. killing worthless enemies. And it's a yeah. really bad case of diminishing returns where, you well, know, I think the, the first couple problem. hours a week. You're doing great. You're getting making progress, and then it just comes to a fucking screeching halt. Well, when I think of the grind problem in Destiny, I don't have a problem with them giving me things to do. I mean specifically, like, the lack of, of gear. Like, how often you get drops that aren't even close to your light level or above it. And so it's just fucking... You, you get all this loot. Like... Maybe, and it's all maybe like, fucking pointless. It's like 90% of your loot is useless, and you can't help but think, why is it even there? It might as well, well and just, then people are like, well we want, we want random rolls part. on weapons. And that's even worse, because right. now you're grinding out a random roll weapon, and then that the roll can have a random... Like, the best hand cannon in the game when we stopped was uh, the one from The Reckoning, which you had to wait until, you know, it would alternate which boss it is every week. Only one right. of the bosses dropped your hand cannon. So you had to wait for that boss to be up, and then you had to keep doing this fucking boring as shit, boring fucking as shit. reckoning thing, just to hopefully get the drop. And then once and it drops, there's no guarantee that low, yeah, it's a low, it's a low drop. drop and then you have there's like what four or five different attributes that needed to line up just perfectly in order for it to be the god roll. Like, yeah, fuck. you got to make compromise if you're going to do a god roll system. You can't have low chance drop bullshit like that. You can't do that. That's you can't do that with God roll systems, you know. That's just a terrible idea. Um because I'm there to get the it's it would be fine if every time I fought that boss and he died, he dropped the gun. And then, oh, I didn't get the God roll this time. Let's do it again until I get the God roll. But the but the fact that you do the you do the whole nightfall and then you kill the boss and nothing dropped. That's just a slap in the fucking face. Everything I just did was not rewarded. That's not how this should work. There has to be a reward. 
Like, oh, but you got loot. Yeah, again, 90% of the loot is useless. It's below my fucking item level or it's just reskinned old, sh- like blue guns and shit like that. Nobody wants that shit. I don't even know that, why that blue might as well just be game. fucking gun parts. It might as well just be gun parts that they give me or cores that they give me or something like that that's dropping instead of these fucking things that don't even level you up. I get that there's some complexity to that because if I'm leveling up, those guns are actually useful to a certain point. But to have these cutoffs, I, I'm not, I don't mind grinding for God rolls. I think it's a great idea, but you have to give me this, that gun every time. You have to give me that gun with a oh, And you have to make it, every it time. easy to grind for, too. Like, the thing about Reckoning is you needed three people. And sure, it, it like auto matches you and stuff, but like, you can't just go in there and do it on your own. You're kind of well, still relying also, on other people. Time. And all it takes is one it's person to not issue. know what the fuck is going on. Yeah, it takes forever. And if you fuck up, you don't get anything. It takes time. And that's the real And it issue. also costs you're, you a you're resource. making me spend an hour or more going through some shit to do something with no reward at the end whatsoever. That's not acceptable. Especially if I have to spend some kind of resource to fucking do it. I have spent something for it. I should receive reward. I'm not asking to get the God roll right up front. I'm just asking to get a roll on the gun. That's I all mean, I'm an even better system is you're guaranteed like gun parts or something. And then you can use those parts to determine what you want on your gun. So it still takes time, but you're well, never just not. That would progress. be a decent compromise where the gun parts can be used as a, at a vendor to roll the gun. Or not even roll the gun, just be like you need a hundred. When you, yeah, but I mean, what if there was just a universal like you know slot one, slot two, slot three, slot four? Okay, and then everything you kill drops a certain resource. You know, blue, red, whatever. You know, however they're, and then you need a hundred of the first one to choose your slot one, and a hundred of the second one to choose your slot two. Oh man, now you're talking crazy. Next level game design stuff man we're not there yet we're still in the video game regression we can't go you can't have long grind plus random plus random times random yeah exactly too many randoms too much it's too much random and too much time and the time gated thing too is just like god i don't mind running around like i like destiny it's a fun game to play i just want something to do and if I if I could go to a, a fucking nightfall and run the nightfall over and over and guarantee get a weapon drop to get rolls on, I'd sit there and do that. Yeah, I might get lucky and get it in the second drop and not need to do that. But I got friends. I'm going to help them go through it and get it. You know, this idea that it's no like after I get to the third or fourth fucking run of that nightfall and it's either not dropped a bunch of times or it's dropped a bunch of times and I don't have it. I'm just done because i know that there's time because I, well, it's eventually never, you're tired of playing the never, game and you come to the realization it's like what am i going to do after i get this god roll i've already done all this other shit in my spare time when i get this god roll i'm just gonna what do the same shit do crucible over and over and that's the problem is crucible sucks yeah time to kill is too high there's too much going on with it it's not too much bullet enough. magnetism there's people bring these guns from fucking pve and it just these these developers still don't understand you have to separate your PvE from your PvP or you're going to be stuck trying to balance both of them at the same time and all you're going to do is fuck over PvE as you fuck with PvP 
like a great example is is plenty of the uh, like the lens gun the fucking the one that was broken yeah prometheus lens that was prometheus lens um it was only broken in pvp (laughs) you know using that in pve it wasn't broken and so they come along and they they essentially nerf it as they fix it quote and i mean that should have been the time to kill for like every gun yeah that was a fun weekend though (laughs) aside from the fact that it kind of felt like shit to try to shoot other people with a laser beam instead of you know an actual gun but whatever fuck destiny never Mm -hmm. playing it again they're talking about bungie getting uh bought out by microsoft and microsoft was like no 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 no. that's not true at all yeah (laughs) we already dealt with those people goodbye but uh, actually, since the I last honestly, podcast, Microsoft did buy Bethesda. That's true. I want to finish this conversation about WoW first, though. Um, here's the thing. I'll just top off on WoW because we don't have much to talk about it. The pre-patch comes October 13th. Whatever. It's going to add a lot of the core shit to it. All the class changes, talent changes, uh, level 60 being the thing, the leveling changes, the new... Uh, um, artifact transmog restrictions are going to be loosened so you're going to be able to do different appearances of the same artifact as your main hand and off hand so you can have you know one artifact appearance on one hand one artifact appearance on the other hand you'll be able to do different colors of the same artifact on those uh, alternate ones you'll be able to transmog different artifacts as your main hand off hand Use one spec's artifact appearance while in another spec. So that'll be cool. I mean, as a demon hunter. I really wish they would at least add all the baseline, like, uh, artifact appearances that you got through the story. Just fucking add them. Like, I get that, like, you you can't give everyone the, uh, the mage tower appearance. But, like, Mm -hmm. if you, if you've never played, like, a druid, right? And you start a druid and you're going through your transmog, like, you should be able to pick all the different, like, you know, halfway partially powered up versions and the fully powered up version. So hopefully they do that. They, I mean, they really well, just need to open up they're making it to where transmog. Druid artifact forms are not going to be tired, tied to weapon transmog anymore. So you'll be able to pick your forms separately. You can pick your bear form separate to your cat form, separate to your travel form, etc. So they're not tied together anymore. Uh, and you'll be able to pick those in the um, barber shop now instead of it being tied to your weapon transmog. So that's pretty cool. There's going to be a bunch of different weapons with Exiles Reach, the new leveling shit, and apparently there's like recolors from the Warfront stuff in the pre-patch event. Uh, So some of the recolors that we haven't seen from this previous expansion, BFA. Greater weapon flexibility, apparently. Um, Fury Warriors will be able to dual-wield one-handed weapons with single-minded Fury. Um, but why would you? Is, well, it's just some some people like attack speed and execute. One of the strong things about Fury Warriors back in the Burning Crusade was the attack speed meant that you were generating more Fury, and that meant that you were spending more Fury. Now... Back then, that mattered because Heroic Strike was one of your leading abilities. You know, you would just be spamming Heroic Strike. And then at about 20%, well, I think it was 30% back then, but you'd just 
be able to spam execute with full rage bar if you had heroism going or bloodlust, whichever faction you were on. You'd if you had bloodlust up, your haste would be so fast that every time in between your execute and global cooldown, you'd have full rage again, and it was just a lot of damage. Um. But a lot of people like that still. They want to be able to do the fast attack speed. I think personally, single-minded fury will probably out DPS using two-handed weapons, but two-handed weapons will be better for PvP, as it should be. I mean, typically that's what you want. You want faster weapons for sustained DPS and big heavy weapons for PvP because you want to hit hard. And I mean, in I don't. It doesn't really, I'm always up for more options. I think warriors should be like old style warriors you can literally use yeah. any weapon and there's talents to support I it agree. if you want so brewmaster Even monks a will gun. be able to dual wield brewmaster monks will now be able to dual wield one-handed weapons instead of being limited to stabs two-handed stabs windwalker monks will be able to use two-handed weapons instead of just dual wielding one-handed weapons and frost death knights will be able to use two-handed weapons as well back to that again so that'll be nice some classes definitely play I might off go back to frost honestly yeah, depending Frost, on how it works. In my opinion, in my opinion, with the way obliterate works and things like that, I think Frost works better with two-handed weapons than one-handed weapons. I don't know. That's just how I, I feel. <laughs> I just like don't think it would be honestly... that hard to really balance things around having higher DPS but more I'd consistent like damage, like with two-handed weapons with more and more specs, honestly. And think... normal DPS with a two-hander where you do more spike damage. I think they should just make damage even with melee based off of like the abilities need to be based off what you're wielding. So if you're wielding a two-handed weapon, then it should be based off your weapon damage. And if you're wielding, if you're dual wielding one-handers, it should maybe be based off of some, some kind of just base attack power. Kind of like the, how they do with frost right now, frost, because you dual wield your abilities like obliterate and stuff like that are designed to do damage based off of a, a number rather than your actual weapon so that you still do those big hits. But if you switch over to two-hander, I mean, they could just keep it the same and it could just be an aesthetic thing. I think they should do that. I think I'd love to see Unholy be able to dual-wield. I'd love to see Blood be able to dual-wield. More shit like that. Arms Warriors be able to dual-wield. I want to see more of that. Just just uh, kind of homogenize that open, in my opinion. Um and also, um, as a caster, every, there's no more just, hey, it's a dagger. It's dagger plus offhand that drops. All yeah, the fucking I agree. time. You I'm fucking tired of, be, of having a staff and getting a better dagger or sword, and you can't fucking use it because you don't have an offhand to go with it. I think that should be true for all offhand situations. So any a sword and a shield, swords and shields should come together, not separately. Uh, dual wielding weapons should come together, not separately. So, yeah, swords and librams, whatever the fuck you're putting in your offhand. Offhand items should be attached to a main weapon, not be something you get sold. Because it it starts that problem where, hey, we got loot drop. Yeah, it's a staff. Awesome. That completes exactly what I need. Oh, it's an offhand. Unless you're going to start allowing staves to be wielded with offhands, which means you have to nerf staves, which 
still just leads to the same problem where I have my my main hand, but I don't have an offhand. So I'm still using this shitty. Well, it's still bullshit that some people, some classes can just go in and get one weapon drop and be like, yes, I got my weapon. And then other people get half of what they need and can't fucking use it. Like, oh, I got an offhand and it's a really good offhand, but I have to wait until I get a fucking sword. I'll play unholy because I got, and wait until I get two fucking swords to play it. Frost, right? Yeah, Yeah. Absolutely. They also released the uh, bonus set, set bonuses for the Covenant sets, starting with the Kyrian. All of them have the three-piece soul replenishment on it, or it's called something different for each one, I think. But basically, it increases your out-of-combat regeneration in outdoor Shadowland zones, and while you're in your Covenant's realm, the regeneration amount is increased. Five-piece for Kyrian is Serenity Blessing. File of Serenity grants 70 primary staff for 30 seconds. Removing it a d- disease, poison, curse, or bleed increases the amount granted by 50%. And then there's the eight piece, which is aspirant's touch. Your spells and abilities have a chance to cause your target to erupt in a blinding light, dealing 480 arcane damage or healing an ally for 590 health. Now, these pieces of gear, and it's true for all of them, are things that you acquire throughout the chapters. So, chapter one, you get a first piece. Chapter two, you get the second piece. Chapter two, you also get a second piece. Chapter three, you get another piece. Chapter four, chapter four, chapter five, chapter six. And then ending in chapter seven, you get the final piece. And uh, they all look really good. I'm Personally, I'm impressed with the Covenant um, armor. Way better looking than the shit that came out of BFA. Moving on to the Necro Lord, uh, Beyond Soul Replenishment. At five pieces, you get Flesh Infusion. While Fleshcraft is active, your primary stat is increased by 100. This is kind of thematic between all the pieces. Eight piece, you get Victor's Advantage. Killing an enemy reduces Fleshcraft's cooldown by three seconds, and your critical strike rating is increased by 35 stacking five times. And then there's the Night Fae Covenant set. Five-piece bonus, Fae Swiftness. Soul Shape's duration is increased by four seconds. And Flicker grants a short burst of speed while in outdoor Shadowland zones. Flicker is the ability you get when you transform using Soul Shape. Soul Shape lasts for like 15 seconds or something like that. You turn into like a spirit wolf, spirit fox or something like that, and uh, run fast. And you get a teleport ability that's on like a two-second cooldown. And so you can you can pop that several times during the 15-second cooldown. And that's I think that's Flicker there. So... They're also reverting um, a lot of their global cooldown changes. So that's good. Yeah, that's good. Um, but but that soul shape lasts indefinitely when you're in a rested zone. And if you run into a rested zone, the cooldown will reset to infinite. So <clears throat> eight-piece Guardian of the Fey. Your spells and abilities have a low chance to summon a Fey Guardian to protect you for 30 seconds, increasing your primary stat by 60 while alive and periodically healing five nearby allies for 450 health. Now, the thing I love about this is this is the PvP covenant. Uh, it's very clear with most of the classes, the abilities are very PvP um, oriented, and it, you can really tell it upsets a lot of these fucking losers because they want to look badass and shit, but they also want the best PvP stats. So that they're the ones over here complaining, by the way. When you hear people complaining about being able to swap your covenant, it's those losers. They want to be vampire boys or you know bony bit fucking skeleton men and but they don't want to look like fey <laughs> no that's your shit loser Get they really it. just need to fucking finally separate pvp and pve completely i agree make it like a Warzone separate game i mean they can and even lastly, do a thing where like if you just want to download the game client for pvp you can do that like just play world of warcraft pvp keep it like that separate 
No, I mean, they did so, it with Warzone and shit. I mean, just look at it. Well, they already have a system in place where they have a server that you can go to if you are approved for it or something like that. It's like a tournament server specifically, and everybody, you make a character on that server, and this character is preset with gear. You can't go and farm gear and get different gear on it. Everybody has the same type of gear. So it's kind of homogenized like that, and that's that's. Well, I mean, what, it could just the be like they already they do, do all with their, their little Warfare. tournaments on. If you like, you can take all the things you earn in PvP and bring it over to PvP, and then it's it's stat balanced or whatever. Right. But if you have just the PvP client, which can be free to play or whatever, like it's the same shit. You still play with the same people that have the main game, but it's its own thing. Right. Vinthir Covenant sets. Five piece penance brand. This is the Venthyr is the one that we're going to be doing as demon hunters because it's the best one. Your spells and abilities have a chance to inflict penance brand on your target, dealing 660 shadow damage over six seconds and healing you for the same amount. Eight piece set, one with shadows. Whilst door of shadows, that's a short range, I don't know, maybe like 20 yard, 30 yard teleport. A door of shadows is off of cooldown. Your primary stat is increased by eighty, and its range is increased by five while in outdoor shadowland zones. Um, you know, I said that this is the one we're going to pick because it's the best. We don't have to. This is the thing. That I'm just really, going to go whatever. Do you? I don't really care, honestly. This is I the just thing want to be really able to quest together me. and shit. What really upsets me about this expansion and the, the players of this exp- this time around is. First of all, you're going to go in an order. You're going to start in the Kyrian territory of Bastion, and you're going to go through all the zones as you level up. And as you go through those zones, you're going to learn about those zones, the people in those zones, the covenants. You're going to get access to the covenant abilities in those zones for your class. And you're going to get a unique armor set that's not the actual, it's not the covenant sets, but it's an armor set unique to that zone. And those armor sets look really good, by the way. And you're going to get access to those as you level up and determine which ability suits you the best. Now, here's what I'll say. The difference between the Demon Hunter um, abilities across the Covenants, they're all kind of unique in their own way. You know, whether you want to have one that travels to a target or whether you want to have one that dots a target or something like that. But they're all very similar in terms of damage. There, There's nothing... There, Yes... Of course, there are going to be, in terms of min-max, there are going to be abilities that are just the best. And if you are going to be some kind of hardcore mythic raider, then you probably want to pick the one that gives you the best, even the fucking 1% to 2% damage increase. But the average player is not a mythic raider, okay? And people can try to debunk this all they want. It's not true, okay? Uh, it's The 10% is not a myth. It's actually less than that. I remember back in fucking vanilla World of Warcraft, Jeff Kaplan went on stage at one of their first conventions and he was talking about raid night because people had been talking about for the longest time, why do you balance so much? Why do you put so much of this in game around 10% of the population? And what he's referring to, what they're referring to there is that most of the population did not raid. In fact, what you'll hear from World of Warcraft vanilla elitists is that Man, it was awesome. People would walk up to you and inspect you to see your gear. Yes, that's because they didn't raid. Because only 10%, less than 10% of the population did raiding. Because it was difficult to access. It was hard to get that many fucking people together. And even if you could get that many people, 
Like you wouldn't like make it. It would be frustrating. You'd be fucking throwing your bashing your fucking head against your People keyboard would for quit hours. Or leave. And there was no pickup group, group finder. Kind and that of hasn't thing. changed. You had to do it on your own. Now people are like, do I don't own. like LFR. It ruins the game. How? How oh, does yeah. it? <laughs> I, there's no argument. People. There, there's no argument. There's no argument for that. When you say how, there's no argument. It's like a fucking NPC libtard. How? You, you rake it. Okay, so this is what these people don't understand, though. Not only was it difficult to get a group together and keep it together, you're talking about introvert nerds having to communicate with one another to put a group together. You understand? Okay. There's a reason why the group finder is so popular because introverts don't want to fucking talk to people. That's how it works. That's why you go into a fucking LFG heroic dungeon. And how often do people talk? How often you might get a good luck, have fun or something like that, or, Thanks for the group or something like that. Whatever. But yeah, are they just in there talking? Hey, guys, how's it going? You might get the random healer that just can't shut the fuck up. But most people are just quiet doing their fucking thing and playing the game. Because if I want to play with people, I'll play with my friends. If I want to meet new people, I'll meet new people. That's not what I'm doing. Well, especially remember that one dude? Dungeon. Like, we waited for this fucking guy for, like, what, 10 minutes while he went to take a shit or something? And he kept pulling group after group that he wasn't supposed to. just kept fucking up and then got all fucking pissed off and left a mythic plus because you didn't take the route that he wanted. And uh, like we were already almost to the point we would have been to anyway. Yeah. We were literally right next to the, to his routes exit. And then he's like, why are we going this way? And he wanted us to jump down over the water and, and run along the dock. Like a lot of people do because but here's the problem. It's a mythic plus. Every death fucks with the timer. And by the way, how many fucking people failed when we yeah. when we tried to do it? Afterwards? A lot of people how fall into the water and can't get out. Died to the fucking shark. It's stupid. And it it's not even like a giant time saver. More to that, like And it was like a mythic six. Thing? It wasn't even anything serious. Like you can't worth this to go get a mythic six. Like then also, why are you fucking the, here, dude? I'm the fucking tank. I decide where and when we go. That's that's what I get to do for playing the fucking tank, jackass. You shut the fuck up and heal people or do DPS. That's what you do. You you don't fucking sit here and dictate how the tank pulls and make everyone wait like and fucking die a bunch of times for no fucking reason. Yeah, he was dying constantly. That's really what it was about. The dude was dying over and over and he really wanted to make us something about that. But you know, Jeff Kaplan was sitting there in the, at this fucking conference and he's like, it's a myth, the 10% myth. And he starts throwing out these numbers of like how many people on primetime night are raiding and all that shit. And it's like, yeah, but if you did them and the problem was, I don't know if he was being dishonest or he really thought that I think Jeff thought that he was, had stumbled upon something where he's like, look how many people are playing. But you know, world of Warcraft sold a million copies <laughs> pretty early on in like the first couple days to first couple weeks, something like that. And their servers couldn't handle it. And it was a big deal. And so he's doing this math and it's like, yeah, but if you minus that number from a million, you're less than 10%, Jeff, <laughs> like you're talking about less than 10% of the population. It's so fucking crazy because whether it's 10% or 12%, people will be like, ah, it's not 10%, it's 12%. That's still, it's not about being exact in the number. It's about, you're missing the point. 
It's about a low They're gonna fuck over seventy five percent of the population just so that the twenty five percent doesn't bitch. Right. Even if it's twenty five percent, you're talking about the a very sm- you're, you're talking oh twenty five percent of the people raid. That's seventy five percent that don't. That's seven hundred and fifty million people not raiding versus two hundred and fifty million people raiding out of a billion people. Right. Like if you were dealing with a billion. That's a lot. <laughs> That's a big fucking difference. Man, come on. Come on, so, man. Come on, man. <laughs> so I just, I don't understand why people, and still, even to this day, it's the dumbest fucking thing this, this fucking game developer does is focusing so heavily on mythic raiding and shit. And I've talked about it before. I'm not going to get into it, but. That's, I don't understand what these people think is going to happen with this delay. I seriously doubt it has anything to do with systems being changed. The, the most you might get out of it is that they changed the PvP gear acquisition or something like that. That's what people were complaining about a lot. The way that you acquire the PvP gear or something like that. That's the most that you'll get out of it. Is they'll change the vendor and shit like that. Which they could have done on time. I don't understand. Honestly, I think it's a PR thing. I think it's a bit of a PR thing. They're just going, yeah, we're totally gonna, guys, we're gonna, t- we're gonna push the date back. That's what we're gonna do. It's probably because they would have had to crunch a little bit or some shit, and they don't want to deal with people finding out that they're in crunch time. Like what happened with CD Projekt Red? They're like, yeah, we're gonna make people work six days a week now because you know it's crunch time. People were like, what? But your CD project yeah. rates. You yeah, said, they always crunch. They literally, they literally came out and said, we're not going to crunch this time. And guess what? They're crunching. Yeah, because you have to. I'm sorry. That's just the way the game industry works. It's just like the movie industry. There is a deadline, and it must be met because you're dealing with other people's money, whether it's your own or someone else's. I'm sorry. If the, And this is the thing that I have to say to people with all this, oh, they need to unionize, or we need to do something. About this, but it's also PlayStation's going to charge seventy dollars for their games now. It's not fair. It's a fucking choice. If you can't handle going under the fucking planet and mining coal and shit like that, don't become a coal miner. Okay, you don't get to just be whatever. You don't get to just be a member of whatever fucking job or field you want to because you feel like. You can't become a chef. If you can't take the heat, what's the old saying? If you can't take the heat, get out of the kitchen, right? Can't take the heat, go yourself. Look at how chefs are expected to behave and the the stress that they have to go through. Why do they go through that stress? Because you have people sitting in a dining room waiting for your food and you have to put that food out the same standard every time at a certain rate. And if you don't, if you trip up, it's a it's a well-run thing, okay? You have a situation where if you trip up in a kitchen as a chef, you've now caused a cascade effect where everything is slowed down now. Now, not just this customer's waiting. Now, this customer's waiting. And this one, and this one, and this one, and this one, and everyone that comes in afterwards. And the whole fucking night is fucked because you couldn't get the casserole right or some shit, or you burnt the fucking salmon because your head was somewhere else instead of there. And that's why you see people like Gordon Ramsay yelling at people all the time. Because it's a no-nonsense fucking zone. Shut the fuck up. Do the job that you chose to be a part of 
and do it. You watch in 10 years, they'll be saying, hey, it's a toxic environment. We need to change. We need to change restaurants and the behavior behind in the kitchen. And then that'll go fucking completely soft. And it'll be like, I have a timeout card, chef. I got to go. And and it'll just ruin the entire restaurant business. <laughs> like the entire restaurant industry will be ruined as all these rich fucking gaudy people sit in their fucking diners going, where is my, my filet mignon? Where's my parfait? My parfait. I've been waiting for three minutes for my parfait. <laughs> like, no. Just fucking completely fucking ruined. I'm sorry, but ga- game development and movies. If you want to become an actor or if you want to get involved in movie production, you're dealing with a high-stress job that's going to demand a lot from you, okay? You don't get to have that and then also be in this zone of comfort all the time. That's not a comfortable job. Game development is not a comfortable job. It's, it's stressful because you're dealing with the stress of needing to get it out there because every day that it's not out is a day where you're losing money. Unless you're some indie developer making it on your own, you're losing money. And to some degree, once you've become an indie developer and you're taking that money you've you've gained and you're putting it towards something, you're still losing money because well still I don't I don't blame them for pushing it back because, you know, even if they're just giving it a once over whatever, I'm people just saying better. I'm at just least talking about it won't the, end up being BFA. I'm just, low, lower chance of it being like BFA again where I'm just talking about the work. crunch. They're definitely going to crunch. But I I'm just talking about the crunch in general. Like if I make a game as a game developer by myself and that's my job. So I spend 6 months making a game and it sells relatively well and I get maybe $300 $300,000 that year off of that game. That's $300,000 I can live off of for that entire year. So if I the longer it takes for me to put out the next game to make me another $300,000 hopefully for the next year or maybe I I could maybe spread that $300 $300,000 out for a year or two or something like that and live comfortably. But once I get to a certain point, I'm going to start seeing a, a a window up ahead where if I don't get this out and start seeing money come in, and it's not just, I got to get this out before here because I got to pay bills here. And if I don't have this selling, I can't pay that bill. It's I got to get this out way before this bill because I got to have the money coming in to pay that bill before it even gets there. So there is a deadline there, even as a fucking indie developer. That's why companies like CD Projekt Red still have to fucking do that shit, because even though they're indie, they still have to fucking put out to feed their employees and themselves, because that's their job. They're not working at fucking Hardee's or Walmart or some shit like that on the side. That's not what's happening. This is their main source of income. So the only way they make income is to release a video game. That it's a product business. You got to release the product to get paid. It's not like something else. It's you know, it's not like something else where you can just go work for a company and be like, hey, I think man. a lot of these complaints are just coming from people who are very young who have no idea the value of money. Oh, of course. I mean, and I was there too at one point when I yeah I got it. to keep all my money. You know, I'm trying to. I wasn't. It, it was part time, and I didn't have enough money for them to take taxes and life was good you know and do whatever i want but now you got bills and shit 
I mean, if you work at a Walmart, for example, that's a giant fucking company that makes a lot of money every day, all the time through selling of resources. So even if Walmart doesn't sell as much as they sold last year, you're still probably going to get your paycheck. But if you work at Blizzard and they're trying to make the next game and they can't get that game out or it comes out and it doesn't sell, you're fucked. You don't get money. <laughs> like this, this, I'm sorry. I mean, they probably and lost the, a lot of money on BFA too because a lot of people well, there's, on subs. Yeah, but there's also the situation of like with movies and video games, it's a the work that you're getting from people and paying people for is a pre amount of work. You know, when you hire somebody, if you if you run Walmart and you hire people at Walmart, you're probably paying them kind of with the money that's coming in at the time. You're getting money coming in at a regular interval and you're paying people at a regular interval. When you make a video game, video games take like three to four years to make typically, especially triple A game. Um, you're talking about three to four years of money to that you have to pay these people that's working on the game with, including your own bills. Where's that money coming from? It's money that you have saved. From previous games, it's not like other businesses where you can kind of budget things and and move shit. You actually have to kind of hoard money <laughs> as a uh, publisher. If you're EA, you have to have that extra money that you're sitting on. Now EA is a big publisher, so they have a lot of games coming out, of, and, and they can kind of use those kind of funds to to do that. But if you're an indie developer like CD Projekt Red, you don't have that publisher to do that with. Where do you think their money's coming from? It's coming from The Witcher Three or something like that. They, you know, they're they're holding on to it and they're putting it in an account that they can slowly feed out to their their employees as they work on the next title. And um, they have a deadline to meet because that money starts to dwindle down. Well, they also have investors too. Like these are people who don't sure, necessarily yeah. give a shit about your product. They just say, "Oh, so you need a million dollars, and I get ten million back." Okay, sure. And those there people are putting pressure on the developers and shit and the publishers. And by the like, way, I want my fucking money back now. <laughs> yeah. And there's nothing wrong with those people. Those people get villainized there. If it wasn't for them, you wouldn't have the game in the first place, by the way, because they're taking a chance on your favorite developer. Yeah. Instead of a bunch of people with money. no money crowdfunding, it's a couple people or one person with a lot of money crowdfunding. And it's not really crowdfunding. Yeah. Just this, yeah. It's, it's, it's really kind of similar and more to the point, you know, of course they demand their fucking money. Obviously, they expect to get more money. Otherwise, what's the fucking point of investing in a company? But secondly, of course they demand to get their money when they haven't seen it in a while. You do the same thing. All you fucking people out there do the same thing. If you lent your friend $100 and you expected to get back your at least the same amount, you wouldn't be asking them about it a couple years later. Hey, man, where's that fucking $100 at, dude? I didn't just give that to you as a gift. I need to pay my bills and I've kind of, you know, fronted shit down the line for that. I could have got something with that hundred dollars, but I didn't. I gave it to you to help you out. Cause you said you'd pay it back. Imagine if he said he'd pay it back and then some, what if he doesn't deliver the, and then some, you can't do anything about that. <laughs> Think about that. So you want to, you want to condemn investors and shit and publishers. What about the times that they put out a game like destiny too? Where the where Activision doesn't get the money back that they put into it, what about then? Where it's just a fucking loss. They took a gamble on a company that's supposed to be worth something and do a good job, and then they pump out shit, and they don't get their money back. 
No, that's Activision. So now they've fault. lost money. Yeah. Well, sure. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm telling you, you, when you make a deal with somebody that you're gonna, they're gonna give you money, and you're gonna turn that money into something else. If you can't get that money to what you promised you'd take them to, you're a swindler. You're a piece of shit. You're a snake oil salesman. Okay. You're a lying dog faced pony soldier. <laughs> yeah. So you want to talk about that? The the debate? Um, I mean, I don't have a whole lot of video game shit to talk about. You know, I'm still just playing Call of Duty. Well, real quick, we uh, we pl- we've been playing some Divinity with Monty. I think he's starting to like it. I think he's starting to like it a lot. He's here. I mean, so after sh- we after we play it for a while, he definitely kind of. Um, he's got to take his pills. That's that's what we learned. He's got to take his he's pills. He's got to take his pills. Uh, I'd actually like to play it tonight again, but uh, Monty, um, he's he seems like if he's in the game for too long, he starts to kind of be a little disenfranchised. But I don't know. Last night after you left, he was into it. He was still How running much around did talking to NPCs. Well, I just went over and thieved from a couple of more NPCs, and he uh, in that. It's like D and D, where it's a game where people have to take it semi seriously. Like Monty was just fucking around, killing people at first. Like, well, not only that, but it's (laughs) it's also a game like D and D where you go to one little area and walk around and get into two two battles uh, with with uh, enemies, and then next thing you know, you've spent six hours playing the fucking game, (laughs) and you've just been in this little corner. And you've done two rounds, two fucking different combats. The game is definitely slow paced like that. And so I can understand kind of the disenfranchisement too a little bit because you get in a fight and it's like, who the, what, are, what are we even fighting? We're just fighting nothing. <laughs> yes, it's, it's easy for that to be a thing. <clears throat> so that's happening and that's fun. And we're having fun with that. Obviously, Cyberpunk is November. We'll talk about that at a different date because that's not even relatively close. To now, right? Um, Jesus, what what else is there? <clears throat> Got back into Fallout seventy six, resubbed that shit. Yeah, a little bit. Want to play more of it? Um, Elite Dangerous keeps putting out their little dev di- diary about Odyssey, which is their yeah. I gotta get back into around. Elite Dangerous. I, I'm just been craving mining. As weird as that sounds, I just want to hop into my fucking tricked out yeah, little Python it. and fucking asteroid dodge. I agree. Um, also, there's this Genshin Impact game everybody's been playing. Monty got me to download it. Monty downloaded it. He played a little bit of it. I've played quite a lot of it. Um, but that's because I like... I've played Breath of the Wild on the Switch. I love Breath of the Wild. This game makes me want to play Breath of the Wild because it's not as good as it. But it's its own little thing. To be fair to the game, it's got its own little thing. There's some cool things in this game that Breath of the Wild could have, like the idea of, you know, kind of the combat is very interesting where you can have four party members and you can, and each one of them has their own little element and ability and and special ability, and you can switch between them at any time. So you can be in the middle of combat, do some damage, use your ability, switch to the next character, do some damage, use the ability, switch, and it kind of flows very quickly, and the combat's fast-paced. Um, you know, there's no, like, weapon durability and shit, which is the worst part, one of the worst parts about Breath of the Wild, but it plays just like it. You can climb anything, and it's based off of a stamina meter, and you can glide, and it's based off of a stamina meter. There's a lot of dodging in the game. There's no blocking or anything like that, like there isn't 
Zelda, but there's you know there's a dodge mechanic. This it's a very anime game, and it's surprisingly really well made. I haven't run into any bugs or any crashes. Uh, the story is very anime if you're into that kind of shit. Um, it's it's not a terrible story. It's it's quite unique. At least I think it's unique. I mean, I could be wrong, but it seems unique enough. And the world is interesting. It's got that Breath of the Wild kind of thing going on with the world where, you know, you see something over there, you go to it, and it's a thing. You know, you go, you go, there's a lot of chest opening like there is in Breath of the Wild. So it's like, here's a camp of enemies. You clear out the camp of enemies and a chest appears. Boom, open the chest, there's loot. The leveling system's interesting. You have your own, like, profile level, your adventurer level. And that's what opens up access to different quest chains and things like that. And then you have your um, character levels. And your characters all start at level one. Even when you get new ones, there's something like 20 different characters you can choose from. And you can mix and match however you like. It's almost like fucking Pokemon to some degree. Got to catch them all. The people, I mean. (laughs) Um, Slavery. (laughs) But... uh, you level them up by using these pieces of paper that you find. They're like parchments of different rarity from common to epic. And then there's like the blue one that's in between. And you spend that plus this gold currency that you're randomly getting. Um, and, and I've never ran into a moment where I was like, I don't have enough of that. Maybe the papers. But you spend that to level them up to 20. Once they, once they get 20, you got to wait till your adventure level 15. And then you can ascend them. And when you ascend them, they get a new ability. Uh, a, a new extra ability and a talent row or something like that and then they can go up to level 40 so there's a lot of uh stuff you can do in the game in terms of uh just things to do i mean the game is i'm still having fun with the game i don't mind playing it it's got co-op in it once you hit adventure level 15 somebody can join your game like it's diablo and control one of your uh control a party member i don't know if you get to we, i don't know how that works yet i haven't done that yet with the wife gonna be doing that soon so i'll update in the next one i guess but i don't know it's a pretty good fucking game it has no business being as well made as it is coming from china that's why um, uh we suspect so far no communist propaganda stolen from japan yeah it's either stolen from japan or there's some kind of subliminal messaging that's going to make me vote for biden <laughs> when i enter the ballot and it's just have my hand on Trump and it's just going to start shaking and I'm going to grab it and it's going to fucking go everywhere and try to stab me in the eye and I'm going to have to cut it off and put a chainsaw on it and come out of the booth and people are going to freak out. The cops are going to be caught. I'm going to be shot and nobody's going to talk about it. All right, you I'm permanent fight. screw heads, listen up. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I haven't played that game don't really care to it's a good one you should give it a try i think you'd like it i think you'd surprisingly like it it plays the combat plays a lot like a combo uh fighter game would to some degree uh i don't play with controller but you can i play with mouse and keyboard and it's fine it's definitely one of those games where if you it's probably meant to be played with a controller because you know just that's how breath of the wild is and that's how this game kind of seems but it works just fine on a fucking mouse and keyboard. It's a little bit clicky. A lot. Some of the combat is, well, I don't know, because in the beginning, the combat seems like it's just a button masher where you're just hitting enemies. But then you start getting situations where 
you're running into enemies where you kind of need to combo a lot more. You need to switch to a water character. And as an example, you don't have to do this type of combination, but switch to a water character and then, uh, you know, get the enemies wet with water. And then you switch to a frost character and freeze them and then do damage to them and shit like that. So it's not so much button mashy as it is, as it was in the beginning, uh, anymore, but, um, I don't know. I like it. They have their ultimate abilities and you can save them up and shit like that. I don't know. It's, I like it. I like the game. I haven't fought any real bosses yet. I fought some tough enemies that took a while to kill and it's just a lot of dodging. It's got like a nice little dodge mechanic to it. It works really well. You can do several dodges in a row before you start running into stamina problems. I like it. I think it's good. Uh, we'll see if it's got any depth to it. I, I can see the game will probably start to fall short. And where does all the pay-to-win shit come in? Surprisingly, not that much pay-to-win. Um, people were saying that, but yes, you can buy you can buy weapons from a loot box, uh, and you can buy a loot. The- oh, we're back. We're back. I mean, it, for for you, it, it you don't even know what happened. Well, I don't know. They, I probably get cut off or something. No. Well, they claim to have still been recording, even though there was an error that forced it to close. So I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't trust it though. I'm not going to leave it there in an error state and just right, hope that yeah. it's recording. End up talking for four hours and it was like, yeah, we didn't get any of that. <laughs> oh man, that's so disheartening. When I used to make YouTube videos, I had that happen a couple of times. You sit there for an hour recording video and it's not even recording. God damn it. I'm not even streaming. Yeah. What the fuck? I guess I gotta do that again. That's why I always bring my stream up when I stream, because sometimes Streamlabs OBS will totally be like, yeah, you're streaming, and then it'll just never show up on Twitch. So I don't know. Anyway, what were you talking about? I don't remember. I'm just gonna move on from it, whatever it was. Um Politics. I guess uh <laughs> Well, I think there's a couple things to still go on about. Um, I'm not going to mention like stupid updates like Minecraft. He's got a thing coming. No, yeah, I guess we can segue into politics to some degree. Um, We'll start with this. I think um, we'll get into the debate, but we'll start with this. Like, uh, And yes, this is the politics portion. There may be some game talk. As we go forward, I can't. Well, we'll get to talking you, but... about games more when mm. people aren't so fucking crazy about politics. I.e., well, also when there's more fucking games game. to talk about. Um, oh, last game thing: we will be playing Amnesia Rebirth, so you can watch Milk Toast Mike stream. Which I don't, yeah, did we talk about this in the last podcast? Have you? Is this your first yeah. time in the podcast? Is no, Mike? We talked about it last time. Yeah. Okay. Still good. Very milk toast thing to do. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mention it every time. By the way, you know buy my merch. I got merch now. I bought some for myself. You get a limited time <laughs> mask that makes you invincible. Oh yeah, the milk toast mic invincibility mask. It's actually a neck gator, which they say um, actually is worse than nothing because if you sneeze, it actually aerosolizes the the sneeze and disgusting particles yeah, but the key thing but it, but the, the, the point is you're wearing sick. a mask you're wearing a mask though also so. you kind of have to already be sick if you're sneezing and aerosolizing your sneeze that's the thing that i don't get about the whole mask thing i know i'm not sick i i don't sneeze i i have a 
a phlegm problem in my throat that's probably some kind of fucking asbestos exposure or something. Who fucking knows? Uh, that I've had for years now. <clears throat> I wake up with it. And sometimes throughout the day, I have to deal with it. But I don't have, I don't cough hardly at all. I don't sneeze. I'm not sick. And, you know, we got this shit where we're like, ah, it's two weeks of incubation. You could be asymptomatic and spread it. And then the CDC comes out and they're like, yeah, well, here's the thing. Asymptomatic transmissions are very rare. Even Dr. Fauci, asymptomatic transmissions are very rare. No, you know, it's selective Um, hearing of the science. Oh, of course. It's like at the debate Uh, when they keep grilling fucking Trump. Do you believe in climate change? It's like, it's not, it's not fucking Santa Claus. It's yes, of course he believes in it. The extent as to how far we should destroy our economy in order to solve the problem is where people disagree. Yeah. And that's where the honest discussion is at. And they don't want to have that honest discussion. Well, it's like Dr. Fauci. People were circulating a video from the beginning of the virus where he's like, don't wear masks. Masks aren't going to help you. It may, it may stop like a single droplet, but it's not going to protect you from getting sick. And then like, People are like, that's from in the beginning before they had the knowledge. What are you talking about? He's talking about how it's not even going to stop droplets. It has nothing to do with what point in the fucking disease we are. You fucking idiot. Jesus Christ. I mean, obviously the CDC at some point came together and said, listen, there's enough masks out there. People can wear a mask as a precaution. Whatever. It's not going to hurt. Or maybe it does. I don't know. Now they're talking about how it creates an area that, of humidity that's perfect for the virus to <laughs> cultivate in. I don't know. Whatever, man. Just here's the thing. If you want to wear a mask, fucking wear a mask. Stop telling other people to wear a fucking mask, okay? If they don't want to wear a mask, it's not your fucking business. They're going to get me sick. Then don't go out in public. If you're worried about other people getting you sick, don't go out in public. Because literally, people can get you killed with their car. People can drive in their car and kill you in a fucking accident on the fucking highway at 70 miles an hour and you don't fucking stay at home and shelter yourself for that you don't put bumpers all over your car you don't fucking fill your car with styrofoam so that oh god (laughs) like i i don't understand this mentality i could die because of this person's actions yeah the same could be said about the flu you could die from the flu it happens to people (laughs) yet you i texted as i was driving <laughs> Why didn't you do a mask mandate? It's like, well, the the states did that. Uh, but I don't even know anymore. I'm just saying things. All right, so as far as the news goes, we had the debate which was entertaining. I'm <laughs> well, sorry. I was going to talk about um um uh, the the China thing. So Trump calls it the China virus. Everybody says that's racist. It comes from Wuhan. First of all, it's not you can't we're not talking about race here when we say china we're talking about nationality okay we're not talking about the people of china we're not talking about the han the the subgroup of han chinese that exists most primarily in china okay we're not talking about mongoloids as a the race of mongoloids we're talking about china as in the nation of china and the chinese citizens and its it's representative government or therefore non-representative government because of, you know, communism. Um, I was, I came across this interesting information and I figured I would just talk about it here, but like, 
you know, Wuhan is where the virus originated. That's not contested. Um, we all know there's a lab in Wuhan and people are like, did it come from the lab? And people are like, mm. like, you know, it's Box crazy. Die. Like, it's not like they're going to let us go in and look, you know what I mean? Like people are like, he should have, Joe Biden was like, he should have did more. Like, what do you want him to do? Hey, China, let us go look around. You think they're going to be like, oh yeah, come look, come look and see. They're not going to do that. Even if they did, they'd be like, I'll come look and see. And it's like already cleaned up and everything. But here's something that's interesting. I've been going over the last couple of days. And it's a little conspiratorial. But there's been a couple explosions in Wuhan for the past several, possibly the whole year or more. Um, But like, um, there was just another explosion in Wuhan six days ago. Five people died and a person was injured in an explosion. In Wuhan, a chemical facility in Wuhan, by the way, blew up. Massive explosion, by the way. Um, there was one back in August. So back in August, huge lightning strikes in China, explosion near Wuhan. That's a YouTube video. And then six days ago, the Daily Mail put out at least five dead, one injured after explosion at a chemical plant in Wuhan. What the fuck? is going on why are there so many explosions happening in wuhan you know so that's where the conspiracy comes in right like are they blowing shit up to destroy evidence uh or is this and this is the other interesting uh flip to that is is this the united states attacking china you know we had the cold war in the 80s where the Russians and the Americans would fight each other, but not directly. You know, like uh, if you look at the Taliban, the Taliban are when people talk about we built that we created the Taliban. What they mean is, and this is for you fucking Zoomers out there, don't bother be on TikTok. And if it ain't on TikTok, you're not going to listen to it. So I guess you're probably not listening to this. But <laughs> back, I can't in, even get TikTok if I wanted war, to now. So. <laughs> back in the Cold War. Um, the United States funded a bunch of guerrilla soldiers, freedom fighters, as they were called at the time, um, as the Taliban. And yes, it's true. The CIA trained Osama bin Laden. That's not Obama, by the way. I know some of you Zoomers will get that mixed up. Um, and uh, we did that for them to fight against the Russians because the Russians were in Afghanistan at the time. And we basically helped them get rid of get the russians out of afghanistan and we did that by giving them ak-47s and shit like that so that we didn't want to give them our weapons directly because then the russians would go what are they doing with american weapons you know and of course they knew we were doing that but they couldn't prove it and you know when you live in a world where the united nations exists and there's ideas about you know uh war crimes and shit it's really difficult to start a war without first being attacked uh, or having a legitimate reason to do so. And us selling guns to Russia's enemy would be a legitimate reason. That would be an, an aggress- an act of aggression. And, you know, when you're talking about, you know, play civilization, give civilization a chance. They, they, that it's a video game, but it emulates the concepts of, of like a callous bell and shit like that. The, the idea that you can't just go to war surprise, you can't just surprise war somebody without the world looking at you negatively and becoming a kind of Nazi Germany where the whole world turns against you. You have to have reasons for war. Um, You can do surprise war, 
but you're probably going to have the whole world turn against you and come after you at some point. Not a problem if you're dominating the globe, but big problem if you're just all by yourself and all these other countries want to come after you. You know, if you're playing on easy mode, that's fine, but real life is not easy mode. And as powerful as America is, it would probably have a hard time fighting the whole world. Uh, It's a lot of wars on a lot of fronts, and that's a lot of people attacking you with missiles and things like that. It's not going to be, that's not something that's easy to deal with. A little bit easier than Germany because Germany was surrounded by enemies. We have water to, you know, our enemies would at least have to have a decent Navy to even get close to us. Um, But, you know, one of these interesting things is with the Cold War, what I mean by that, when I'm talking about the Cold War is we had a war with Russia, but it wasn't direct. There was no direct engagement between American and Russian troops on the ground. It was instead fighting through proxy uh, wars with using different states and things like that, like like Afghanistan and shit. Um, and by the way, totally Taliban became terrorists. They they started oppressing the people of Afghanistan and shit. So yes, they're not freedom fighters, and it doesn't matter if we train them. They became pieces of shit after we. But they're freedom fighters. Just training. look at the name, freedom. Yeah, well, fighter. they they also didn't allow women FIFA. to fucking. They, they didn't allow women in Afghanistan to get an education. So, I mean, you deal with that, you morally superior libtard. Um, <laughs> but what I mean, why, the reason why I'm talking about this is because hacking and cyber warfare is a, a real thing right now, much more so than it was in the eighties. Like, I mean, the internet and computers are so prolific in society now that they, they run pretty much everything. When you think about a factory, a chemical plant, for example, a reactor, they're all run by computers. And those computers typically have um, the, the access to being able to raise temperatures, lower temperatures, those kind of things, shut valves off, close valves, open valves. Very rarely are these things done now by people, especially when you're dealing with like nuclear technology and stuff. You know, the more dangerous the technology is, the less often you want to have a human in harm's way doing things. So computers alleviate that problem where you can just have a computer turn with a with a like a, a machine part to turn a valve or something like that. And um there was like a I think Tim Poole was talking about this recently. He went to a, a convention a couple of years ago or maybe recently, I don't remember exactly what he said, but it was a, like a hacker convention and they had a thing there where they were showing off how they could manipulate, they could, they could turn open and close a valve to a pipe by hacking into a computer and doing that. And, you know, he mentioned this and I, and I was like, this makes a lot of sense. Like this is what warfare could be like right now. And as the common citizen, we don't even know it. America and China could be doing this kind of warfare with each other. And we don't even realize it's happening. An explosion in Wuhan, China, in a chemical plant could be Wuhan covering shit up. It could be an accident, but it could also be the U.S. government destroying some shit, right? Like, we're not going to let you continue to produce chemical weapons here in Wuhan or something. Like, if, and what I mean by that, let me put it this way if China produced the coronavirus, America knows. And by America, I mean the people with classified levels of clearance. And, you know, this is one of the things that pisses me off about Twitter. People are like, Donald Trump's an idiot, blah, blah. 
this dude has, he has the highest level more of information clearance. than anyone else in the world than anyone in the world he has the highest level of clearance he can see anything any document that is classified he can see it he has access to it so if anyone knows about what china's doing it's trump okay and he said in the debates he was like you think china's produce they're not putting out their real numbers this guy sees CIA intel that's constantly coming in, FBI, anything. Anything he wants, he sees it, he knows it, okay? And, the, and America has some of the best satellite technology in the world, okay? We can, I mean, we didn't, people didn't even know about the Uyghur shit happening in China where they're rounding up these Muslim Chinese people and putting them in camps. They denied it until America's satellite showed, look, here's satellite imagery of these facilities they built here it is before they built it and after they built it. Right, so this thing that's happening right here, see this video, see the stuff that's happening? You're saying that's not happening. Yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> and then China China walked that back and said, oh, they're, they're correctional facilities because these people are criminals and we're re-educating them, which is communist speak for trying to make them slaves to the state. Now, that's those are war crimes that China is committing right now. That's... That's modern-day Jewish internment camps. And if you don't believe that, you're a fucking idiot or a fucking tool um, because it's right there in your face. It's not some hidden shit. It's not a conspiracy. They've got people on their knees in front of trains wearing all the same jumpsuits with their heads shaved and bags over their heads. Why the fuck would you need to do that? We don't even do that to our prisoners here. And we're talking about murderers and rapists. That's not what you do. China has prisons. They don't do that in their prisons. Why are they doing it there? So, and that's part of the process, by the way. You have to dehumanize. The reason why they shaved all the Jews' heads and and got stripped them down to barely any clothes was to dehumanize them so that the soldiers working there wouldn't see them as people and wouldn't feel bad when they started gassing them. So keep an eye out. Don't say I didn't tell you so. Um, I mean, this shouldn't be controversial shit. Just, you know. Right. It look at, be look at, at history. If you don't know what actually happened, just go read about so, it. So I just think it's interesting that there's you you know, if if these common hackers at this convention can do that, definitely the people that are employed by the government can do it. Because the government employs hackers. And I mean real hackers, people that know how to hack into shit, like the the, the actual term, not some kid with a script that he's running to, you know, aimbot or something like that. I mean like a dude that can fucking get your infra like yeah, anything dude and we could know. Get anything into that's any run by a computer blood. can be hacked by someone with a computer so it's just interesting to think about how that could be happening and we don't know that because they wouldn't publish that information america wouldn't publish that information why because then it's an admittance of guilt it's a and it it would be admitting to china that we did it right let's say china just has a factory blow up how do they know it was hacked First of all, they have to find out how it happened. And if they discover, if they somehow discover that it was because somebody hacked into the computer, now they got to figure out who did that, where did it come from? You got to trace an IP address. Well, we know <laughs> the average fucking kid that knows anything about hacking sitting at his computer right now knows that you can just go through various other, um, like almost like a VPN, what's exactly what a VPN is, you know, to, to, mask where you're coming from to to jump from and you know the best hackers jump multiple 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 times and they're using an ip address that's not going to be obtainable or tracked 
you better believe that the American government has the ability to hack into people's shit and do whatever it wants. So, you know, I'm surprised that people don't talk about this now already. I'm like, still convinced that's there's... where all my drop frames come from. <laughs> there's so much shit that the government could do right now. And people are over here talking about the dumbest shit and they don't realize that cyber attacks happen all the time and they happen from us. And we don't know which ones are coming from us. Hell, if you remember back to the um, WikiLeaks thing that came out right around the time of the 2016 election, they pumped out a bunch of information about the FBI. And the FBI had information about how they could listen to your phone even when it wasn't turned on. Dude, the Snowden Even if shit. you had the battery out The mass it. surveillance from, uh, you know, the Obama right. times. Yeah, that's our government doing that shit. They're probably listening people. to this right now. I mean, just also think about how easy it is for like you don't need a hacker you know yeah, you don't need a hacker you could just, just pay a, a fucking mobile they provider paid google yeah they paid google to make that shit for the fbi didn't they or something like or it was the cia or something like that one of those know, but i mean had... just think about it any given time how many microphones are listening to you there's your phone the phones of everyone who's around for me mm-hmm. there's like the microphone on my computer which is why i make sure to hard mute it i don't just you know oh, no one's oh, there's listening. also um there's also the uh, the aspect of your your phone listens to you because of things like Siri and yeah you got uh, your Alexa stuff like that so it's always listening for that phrase that activates it and because it's always listening that means it's collecting that data and it it could potentially collect the data it may not collect that data I'm not sure on how that works but it could if it's listening to it it means it can collect it um. And, uh, you know, it's programmed to pick up on certain trigger trigger words. So it can also be programmed to pick up on other trigger words. I mean, that's some 1984 type big brother, you know, like if you've never seen that movie. But the thing is, is like it. when you Read say something book, like people all too. of a sudden start thinking, all right, is this dude crazy? Like, look, we're not saying that that is what ha- what's happening, but it would be very easy for that to actually be the case. I mean, You'd be everything is already set up. All they have, to, all someone has to do is listen. That's it. It's no longer a matter of whether that can be done. It's already it's being done. But are people listening government. to what you're saying? It's also not even necessarily Luckily for me, I want people to hear what I'm saying. It. <laughs> it could be it could be instead of a big government doing it, it's some asshole that works in that position and hears you talking, here's a keyword that they've programmed into it. Secretly. I mean, it doesn't even necessarily need Whatever. to be our government. Like what if these big tech companies are getting a little oh, too absolutely. friendly with China, and all of a sudden our data. Well, we know is Amazon wants on, to do a credit system. We know Amazon wants to do a credit system, and we've seen what a credit system can do. We saw that in China. China blocked Uyghur travel; they didn't allow them to fly on airplanes, and that was because they had a credit system. So they were just able to block that. That's the that you know people that are far right, and by far right, when I say far right, I usually mean people like Alex Jones. You know, the people that subscribe to the actual far conspiracy. right. What to me, far right means they com- they think about conspiracy theories about the left, and far left means conspiracy theories about the right. Well, they're so also they also people, tend to be more authoritarian, right? <laughs> of course, on both both directions, far left and far right to me means more authoritarian. But these are the same people that on the far right, they you know these people will th- try to convince you that um, oh they're listening right now, and they're gonna Jeff Bezos is gonna try to. Uh, you know, my best Alex, Jeff Bezos is going to try to uh, get a credit system so that he can make it to where your bank account disappears overnight. I mean, I don't even know if that's possible with the way the court systems work because you'd be able to sue people over that kind of shit. 
as long as America is still a capitalist country with a constitution, I don't see that happening. So I'm not against that. But it should be concerning when people that you don't trust are in power and you know that the technology well, it is already there for kind that of happen. exists because everybody's employer doesn't give nobody's hardly anybody gives you paper money anymore for doing a job. Most of the time it's either a check or it's just a direct deposit into your bank account. And even with a check, it, the difference is instead of them doing it, you have to go and deposit into your bank account. And then you have pretend numbers, basically. You have digital numbers that are telling everybody, this is how much money you have. And that could be, and here's the problem with that. Okay, so let's say you have $1,500 in your bank, okay? And then tomorrow an attack happens on the bank and all that information gets lost, all their backups get lost. How do you prove that you had $1,500 in your bank? How do you prove that? It could just be gone. And you have no way of proving that. This is why digital banking is such, it's a nice convenience, but it's a pretty bad idea. Um, at least with physical money, you can put it in a safe. You know how much you have. There's value to it. And it's an obvious value. It's still just a representation of gold or silver though. So, I mean, that's not even real. The only reason money has value is because of the value we give it. Like everyone just agreed, right. like we're going to take something that inherently has no value and assign and assign it value so that well, this is why people it can say cycle buy through gold. the economy and keep things moving. This is why people say buy gold. Gold is relatively, uh, it's not very heavy. Um, it's quite expensive for small amounts of it. So you can buy enough gold to where if something like that happened, you would still be able to say it's not about buy silver gold. Too. Silver actually has grown more than gold, but silver and gold, yeah, like percentage wise. And when people so it's say worth buy less gold overall, silver, but. It's when libertarians money. tell you that shit on the right, they're not saying put all invest all your money in gold. They're saying buy some gold and silver that you can fall back on in case fucking a, a well, cyber attack it's, happens it's, and if your you bank just, doesn't know how easy. much fucking money you had. It's pretty easy to understand. Like the less faith that people have in money, the more that they want to get their gold. <laughs> so because it's reliable, it's there. You can't take it right. away. You know, it's not a symbol of anything else. That is the thing that has value. Everything else kind of revolves around that. So, you know, when the faith in your economy and your fake money dwindles, gold goes up. Now, the reason why the U.S. dollar will survive for a long time is because it's it's tied directly to oil. When you buy oil, you have to use the U.S. dollar. Um. Well, I mean, we're not based on the gold standard anymore, which makes money even more it's, useless. They should but just call it the it's oil still, standard. Gold but still behaves the same way because gold still has value, even if it's not right. tied to the economy. Um, but that's what they mean by buy gold. Get enough to where you can fall back on. Because something like that can happen. You can, a, a hack currency, can happen. Economy. Sorry, that sounded dumb. Right. <clears throat> I wasn't going to correct you, but whatever. <laughs> no, you should correct me. I don't want to sound like an <laughs> idiot in front of... Man. twos of people <laughs> twos of people <laughs> all two of you motherfuckers um yeah I so anyway that's the conspiracy well let's talk about what did happen um the debate and trump has covid the debate yeah, saying, uh, uh, uh i mean overall yeah okay first of all it was very entertaining i laughed the whole time i loved it. i loved it my wife was laughing but at the same time, content-wise, I really wish that uh, Trump would have let Joe Biden hang himself by his words a little bit more. Yeah, people were saying this. Let him. And talk he also had, and he also had a few opportunities to come back with just nail Joe Biden on some lies and shit, and he just didn't. He just took the wrong direction and started doing a Trump rant, and it was like, ah, oh, come on, just say it. 
It's yeah, I think what Trump should do, and I agree with a lot of people on this, is I don't. I, I think he won that debate, no problem. I don't think what he did was necessarily a bad thing, but I think he could have done a well, lot more damage. The thing if is, he is, I don't know what you mean by let Joe talk. Well, if I, I mean most people came out because every time, the, what I mean by win is they always ask that question: who won the debate? And they do polls, and polls come out, and and most polls had Trump winning. That means that most people came out thinking Trump looked better than Joe Biden. In that, I mean, in Trump was correct more often. I even saw an article that, that came out and, talking about how much Trump lied during the debate. And I'm like, dude, <laughs> what you like consider a lie is when he's off by a little bit on his facts or something. I don't think he ever malicious, maliciously tries to deceive people. But Joe Biden straight up lied. About facts that yeah. you can verify. Like anyone could just go. Right. Google I was the shit. fact checking live when we were doing the the stream. By the way, you can watch the stream. He said on, that uh, uh, Hunter Biden's people. accusations have been completely debunked mm-hmm. when they haven't at all. It's right. getting. He deeper. also said Hunter Biden was not dis- dishonorably discharged. From well, he, the okay, military. technically he wasn't dishonorably discharged. Yeah, he was. <laughs> no, he wasn't. He was just discharged. And no, that's someone, just how the media ran. Someone it. probably the media ran it as discharge because at the time he was vice president's son, so they they ran it as discharge. But he was discharged for not passing a cocaine test, that's right? But dishonorably discharged. Don't you think someone like Joe Biden could talk to you know his commanding officer and be like, "Can we just get this to a regular old?" Well, yeah, discharge? of course. That's exactly what happened. That's <laughs> probably exactly what happened. If you fail a drug test in the military, they're going to discharge your ass. I mean, and he's like, he was not discharged. He was not like, yes, he was. I don't even think Trump said dishonorably discharged. He I did. Said, I think that's I why think I Trump said he was kicked out, right? No, he actually said dishonorably discharged at one point. Well, it's pretty dishonorable to to fail a cocaine. Yeah, I think anyone else more. who's not of prominence or related to someone because, of prominence would have dishonorably discharged. Didn't put dishonorably on the fucking paper. Are you really going to sit here and be like that? Nah, he wasn't dishonorably discharged. Yeah, but you know, you know, he was discharged. Yeah, but for what? Well, he failed a cocaine test. So he was doing cocaine in the Navy while operating shit and putting people's lives in danger. Yes. Yeah, and then he was discharged. Well. Yeah, that's dishonorable. <laughs> that's pretty dishonorable. Like, what? yeah. <clears throat> so the other thing he lied about was um, him calling soldiers stupid bastards, right? And then here's the I thing. Let me let me let me explain. Let me let me explain why the right is pissed off about this. So <clears throat> the left comes out with Trump says that soldiers are what did he say? Losers and suckers. Based on nothing. Anonymous sources, which could have just been made up. Ten people, even people who dislike him, came uh, out and said, not only can I not verify that it's true, I can say that that's actively not true. Well, it was... So it's not even that they couldn't prove it, it's that that they could accurately disprove it. Okay, so that comes out, everyone thinks it's stupid, but the left flips out and starts, you know, getting all pissed off, and then there's an actual video of Joe Biden saying stupid bastards. And we're not mad that he said that. At least I'm not. Most people that I've seen are not mad that he said that because he's clearly like joking and trying to get a laugh out of him, not trying to insult him. I get it. But at the same time, no one's mad about it. Everyone's defending him when there's actual proof. So when at the debate, he comes out and says, yeah, play the tape. That never happened. It's not that we're mad that he said it. It's how badly he's lying about it. Like the tape is literally right there. 
So that's the situation yeah, as far as I see things. it. It's not a whataboutism like, oh, well, you guys were fine with Trump saying this and that. It's like, that, that's not what we were mad about. <laughs> we are mad about the double standard. Yeah, well, it's the double standard and him lying. Don't lie about it. Okay, so, and listen, Biden brought that up. Biden's the one that claimed he said the shit about the soldiers in the debate. Trump was correcting him. He said, I got to come back to that because he talked about what I said to the soldiers. I never said that. That was a fake story put out by people. And by the way, you called them stupid bastards. <laughs> and it fucking binds like that never happened. Play the yeah. tape. Play the tape. What do you mean play oh, the God. tape? What I wouldn't have given for them to play <laughs> Are the you tape. Serious? Play the tape. You know there's a tape. <laughs> like we've all seen the tape. There's a tape of you saying that. There's not a tape of Trump saying that. And by the way, John Bolton came out weeks prior to this story and wrote a book about some salacious book that he tried to sell about the the shit that was going on in the White House, and all these liberals jumped on top of it because they just love a Republican who who turns against Trump. And of course, it just validates them. nothing in that book. <laughs> nothing in that book said anything about that. You you would think that Bolton would write about something so salacious, but he never wrote it. And Bolton was well, was same thing with all there. the fucking tapes that they Even have Bolton for comes out Trump he talking to Michael that. Cohen. It's like, okay, if they have all these tapes and they're so damning, uh, why weren't they used to impeach him? Let's see it. Play the tape. Yeah, also, where are they? And also, why didn't you use them to impeach him? Play the tape. I don't get how people aren't more skeptical about shit that's said. It's just people say things and they just believe it. Cognitive dissonance. Confirmation bias, typically. They're already at a point and they just want all they want is confirmation i mean there's only so much you can do to get the correct information because unless you're you know first party to what's actually happening you're going to hear it from somebody else and just a matter of whether you trust the source the best thing to do is get information from a lot of different places and try to feel out what the truth is what's most likely by the way when that story first came out they claimed that trump was standing over the graves of soldiers and called them suckers and losers Turned out that's not what happened. The claim was corrected that, no, he didn't go to the, and it was a French fucking graveyard, by the way. He didn't go to the graveyard because, he didn't go to that place because uh, he called them losers and bastards. Not bastards, losers and uh, suckers. And then they turned around and the White House said, no, we didn't go because of rain. (laughs) (laughs) The Secret Service said it wouldn't be good to fly the helicopter in the rain. And then everybody confirmed that, including Bolton, who had just wrote a book about Trump, a negative book about Trump. Okay. <clears throat> I swear Trump to God, is- it's it's like that maneuver they try to pull in courtrooms where they say some, something to plant an idea, which is jumping to a conclusion. <clears throat> the other lawyers like, objection. The first one's like, oh, withdraw. And the jury still hears it. They, more people don't hear the the change, the follow-up to the story. Breaking news. Trump was just seen in a motorcade traveling down the road uh, and waving at the crowd um, outside Walter Reed. Okay. I guess they're taking him back. It's a body double. It's a body double, my dude. I guess it's over, people. And this is the thing I was talking about COVID earlier. 
you know, we were told that it was a two-week gestation, and then the president gets sick, and within 72 hours, he's got to be at a hospital. It just, wear a mask, even if you don't have symptoms. You know what? I don't fucking believe you. I don't fucking believe you. Not only did I talk about earlier Fauci and all these other doctors saying that, uh, and the CDC saying that asymptomatic doesn't transmit, like any any flu or virus, you have to cough and sneeze to transmit it in the air. And while it is true that while you talk, there are droplets coming out of your mouth, it, they even said it's very rare for asymptomatic transmissions. Most transmissions are coming from coughing and sneezing, sneezing individuals who are sick with the virus. And that's why you wear a mask if you are sick. In Japan, they don't just wear masks because they might be sick or it's flu season. They wear a mask if they're sick. Right. And then don't, I don't even, I'm pretty sure that's not a law or anything. That's just something that people do at a no, common courtesy if you're thing, sick. Yeah. That's why, like, whenever you see, like, stock footage of people walking around Tokyo and shit, there's always random people with masks on. They're well, let's sick. talk about what pisses me <laughs> off the most about these Democrats. You know, I live in North Carolina, and we have a Democrat governor, but but we have Demo- we have Republican senators and Republican mayors and all this shit, and you don't see any problems in North Carolina. You don't see any one city, even Charlotte, our big city. You don't see, like, a big boom of numbers like you do in New York and all that there's, shit. As far as I know, and there's before, no riots. There's no defund the police before shit. Before they manned, well, there was some sh- bullshit in Raleigh, but it didn't turn into any riots or burning. Before these mandates came from our governor, everybody was already wearing masks. Everybody was already social distancing. Before the mask mandate came out from the governor, not the mask mandate, whatever the fuck they put out where they were like, before lockdown even began from the governor, I remember going to get alcohol from the ABC store and the people that ran the place was only allowing two customers in at a time. So you had to wait outside. There was no lockdown yet. There was no mask mandate yet when they did that. So you don't need a government to tell you what the fuck to do. The people will do the right thing. Okay, and again, if or they won't, and they'll just have to deal with it. Concerned about if you're concerned about people getting you sick or killing you, shelter yourself, you fucking loser. Okay, shelter yourself and never go anywhere because you're afraid of death, you fucking coward. I mean, that's what I do, but I'm not necessarily afraid of death. I'm not doing it because I'm afraid of death. I'm doing it because I don't like people. Can you see why though? I mean. Yeah, they're fucking assholes. They're pieces of shit. That's the last thing I want is to go into a supermarket and have some fucking Karen yell at me about her fucking stupid ideas. I already have a fucking... I already have stupid ideas, okay? (laughs) I already have anger management issues, okay? I don't need to have some lady up in my face yelling at me, tempting me tempting well, me to end her career. I, let's get back to the debate. <laughs> Circle back to the topic. Go on. No, you were going off on a tangent <laughs> about why you don't like people. I'm pretty sure we've heard it before. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't saying much about the debate. I moved to the COVID thing because we we're talking about that. Well, I get the debate, dude. <laughs> yeah, it was. We already covered that. It was bullshit. A lot of fucking lies from Joe Biden. The fucking moderator was a piece of shit. Claimed oh, that well, there's also James time. Woods posted pictures of uh, possible electronic devices Whatever. attached to Joe Biden's head. I don't care about that shit. The thing is, like, I don't care if they have 
electronic devices and shit. Let them fucking have their electronic. I don't give a fuck. The thing is, I do agree. Yes, Trump should have let Joe hang himself a little bit better. He should have let Joe talk more. I understand that that Trump needs to interrupt him sometimes and correct the record because if he just let Joe talk and don't interrupt, it almost seems like a sign of guilt. Like, why wouldn't he? You know, cops do this thing and people don't understand it and that's why they get busted. This is important to understand because I said it already. I'm going to say it again. Cops do this and this is why people that commit crimes get busted because most people think illogically whereas cops think logically when it comes to confessions and things like that. So when, when they, if you watch interview videos between cops and criminals, what you'll notice is that they use the same techniques and methods all the time, and you'll see that people that are innocent don't sit there and allow accusations to be levied at them. If somebody is innocent, and, and it's, this is typically how it is, of course there are outliers, but it's very rare. Typically if someone is innocent, and they're accused of something, they will become hysterical about it. They will, they will be upset at the accusation itself, okay? Because it questions their integrity and all these other things. So they get upset and they push back on those things immediately. People who are guilty will not do that. Instead, they will try to pretend to be calm. And they'll do what they think they should do, not what they would actually do. And what they think they should do typically is to try and remain calm and act like, yeah, I have nothing to be worried about because I didn't do anything. But that's not how rational people are. If a rational person, if if a police officer came to your door and knocked on it right now and said, you're under arrest for the murder of blah, blah, blah. If you didn't murder somebody, you're going to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about, man? Like, you're not going to be like, okay, listen, I'll cooperate. Let's go. Let's go. We'll talk about this. And this is true. true. And you can tell, I really wish that someone would do like a body language analysis of the debate. Yeah. There are people out there on YouTube that do it and that probably exists. I've I've watched people do those before. So just go Google it. I'm sure it exists. Um, Those people exist on YouTube, but, and that's true for the debates, man. Like they're doing the same thing up on that stage. So Every time Trump that Joe Biden stomps and says, oh, I'm not going to answer that, and then turns to look at the camera, you need to go out and vote. You need to go out and stop this man from lying. It's like, dude, answer the fucking question. Stop talking to me and answer the fucking question. That's why I'm watching. I'm not watching well, the fucking the, Joe the Biden giving a speech thing. here. My point to the cop thing was that Trump has to, has to defend himself. He can't just let Joe Biden make claims. So... Anytime he's interrupting, you see it's when Joe Biden's lying and he did a lot of it. And by the way, Joe Biden got a lot of those fucking Pinocchio things that they do where the fucking stupid lefties do the stupid Pinocchio thing. How many fucking lies were told? Joe Biden got the, the, the left is not hiding that he lied. They have to admit it. It's so fucking blatant. They have to admit it. But there's it. still They're people like, on the left saying, look how oh, much yeah, Trump lied. It's like, of course, yeah. <laughs> Check marks and journalists. First and of all, where? I mean, like I said, I mean, let's be a hundred percent honest. Just find one Trump lie. I just want to see one. Trump's back in the White House. Oh, good. It's a body double. Maybe I don't know. It looked like the White House, but he might actually be there. But this video, he looks 
just fine. He's smiling and doing smiling his smiling in orange. Doing his hand gestures. <laughs> All right, so people are going to claim. By the way, I'm calling right here. People are going to claim that it was a stunt. That there was no, he wasn't acting. There's no way that it could be that not serious. There's no way that he can go from getting into having a fever to being better in 72 hours. Not this prob- disease. The problem with that is Funny, that even when I get the flu, I've never had media, it for more than like 24 you watch hours. The media, if you watch the media, you might believe for a moment that, holy shit. You know what is impressive? That this guy, this guy got this, this much better this quick without even like sleeping. Like that's how I fight shit off. If I'm sick, I just sleep for like 18 to 24 hours straight. I wake up all sweaty and I take a shower and it's gone. This guy kept fucking working. The thing that's funny is these people sat here and I'll talk to the working thing because we mentioned this before the podcast, but the thing that's funny here is that he took a cocktail that was quote experimental when they first brought him in and people on Twitter were like, He's taking an experimental cocktail. It must be worse than it is. Like, dude, this is the president of the United States. They're going to give him the best shit they got. Okay. They're going to try to get him recovered as quickly as possible and as safely as possible. And talking to the, uh, the thing you just mentioned about, um, Oh God, what was it? I'm sleeping. Just, I'm blanking. Right? The, uh, the working. Oh yeah. You know, he puts out this picture of him working and everybody's trying to break it down. Like these two pictures were taken 10 minutes apart. And they're in some completely different rooms. It's like, yeah, well, in one picture, he's wearing a jacket and he's doing some shit. And in another picture, he's in another room not wearing a jacket. He's taking his jacket off and he's doing something else. That's you also know, when the within, pictures were released. You don't know when they took them necessarily. Within 10, well, it's based off the camera roll or something, like when the oh, picture was sure. taken. Whatever. It doesn't matter. The point is, within 10 minutes, I can get up, go to the bathroom, take a shit, go downstairs, grab myself a bite to eat come back upstairs and 10 minutes have passed and I've been in three different rooms of my home doing three different things. Okay. This idea that the picture couldn't have been taken and he was just about to get up and go somewhere else, maybe to eat a a sandwich or something. I mean, he took his coat. Why would he take his coat off? You know, he took his coat off. Maybe it's because he has a feet and sat down. (laughs) Well, the other thing is they were like, look at this picture. And it's a picture of him signing his name on something. And they're like, the paper is blank. So let me get this right. Trump, instead of sitting at a desk, signing papers and working, is sitting at a desk pretending to sign papers and working. <laughs> Where does this logic come from? This this idea that like, look, he's just fake. The, the only way this works is if it's like a body double or something and he's like actually in a coma a somewhere. Fake. Like, what is the point of this? What is the point of looking at this and going, he's f- signing a blank piece of paper? In fact, I will call it right now, as someone is going to say, if they haven't already, that everything you saw from him was photoshopped and deepfaked. It's already happened. And these people are, and I bet you at least one mainstream news outlet has reported on it as fact. It's already happened. People were already saying that it was a decoy walking from the White House to the helicopter. Listen, the reason why this is this fails the logic test is because the only reason for Trump to be pretending to work would be to be trying to make it look like he's not as sick as he actually is. But the process of sitting at a desk and writing on a piece of paper 
is what makes him look not so sick, right? So even if he's faking that by doing that, he's still fucking doing it. <laughs> okay? <laughs> Just because somebody comes around and take a picture and is like, look, make it look like you're writing something or something, that's the best you could get. The best you could get is that he wasn't actually particularly at that moment signing something or something like that. So that it was. You know that most people didn't even know that FDR picture. had polio, right? Right. <laughs> Like, they wouldn't release pictures of him and shit. Even, like, when he was on his deathbed, Democrat. they propped him up in front of his fucking desk and took pictures of him writing to not panic people. Okay? Jesus. <laughs> it's I mean, so fucking insane. Sure, what people is, lie about it, but, like, this is different. This is... And by <laughs> the way, here we are 24 hours later, and he's making a video standing up looking back to his normal orange self he's got makeup on you know what again. talk to me when he comes back from all this and starts completely reversing his policies and sounding like a complete body snatched like body like double. The chinese yeah we were talking about <laughs> the chinese covid yeah is actually designed to infect it's, trump so that he'll it's eventually fucking just fox start die, except like in a manchurian <laughs> candidate kind of style yeah it's a manchurian <laughs> candidate uh manchurian that's also chinese <laughs> and then the argument will be see we were it's right it's Manch- like yeah but you weren't right when you said it it's not the manchurian candidate it's the mandarin mandarin candidate these people are fucking stupid man it's crazy to me you say anything like out of the ordinary like this little spat on twitter i had People start calling you conspiracy theorists and shit. It's like, look at what you are saying about everything, everything. And for, like, I, do, I honestly don't know. Is it a, a kind of a fun, uh, what if scenario for them to think about, or do they actually believe that this is what's happening? Or is it just like I was talking about before, how they, they've conflated like TV fiction and real life. And when they think about shit like this, they just immediately go to, yeah, that's it. It's like, it's some, like, I've learned all my logic from television murder mysteries and shit. And clearly this is what's happening. I don't think people understand the scope of how complex human events are, especially at this scale. Like, yeah, he, he's clearly a, you know, a fucking Russian plant and it's a body double and <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't really know if I had a point there just kind of pointing out that it's ridiculous that one side talks about conspiracy theories and it's like, yeah, that's probably not what's happening, but that's interesting to think about it. You know, it's possible. And the other side is like, no, this is what's happening. Even after things have been debunked right in their face over and over and over again. Oh, he's a Russian plant. He's totally working for Putin and has, you know, done a great job for the first two and a half years because that's what Putin wants for some reason. And then you got, you know, the left who are probably actually being more, manipulated by foreign agents than anyone else just because of the fact that a lot of them are on social media and we already know that there's like bots and shit and not even that people that are paid or you know coerced into creating these accounts solely for arguing with people you know and getting people like swaying people to one side or the other do we how how much uh, ego statistical brilliance here because (laughs) well that's how we work i talk randomly without a real point and you put it together and you have a great idea <laughs> let me have my own. moment of let me have my <laughs> moment of ego here and change the subject slightly i mean we're still talking about this shit but talking about unhinged lefties and shit like 
you know, the thing. Well, Trump, just real quick, so Trump, this whole ahead. thing that we're talking about is probably considered unhinged to them. So are we unhinged? Are we the baddies? Well, let's figure it out. Let's walk this process out. So Trump right. drives by in a motorcade a few minutes ago in front of uh, his supporters that are outside the hospital to wave at them. Okay? That's the whole point of the motorcade. So he can wave at them, you know? It's the president, by the way. His fucking job is political theater. His job is to show the people that he's fine. Okay? Not just on a national stage, but a global stage. Yeah, you also can't Where show other camera. countries that you're weak, you know? You don't They'll want take your advantage. leader to appear weak. They'll take advantage, yeah. Okay, so he does his political appearance. Probably not even his idea, by the way. Everybody's like, Trump did this. It's probably not even his idea. It's probably some campaign manager or some kind of fucking advisor or cabinet member, what have you. These, these people are in charge of this stuff, okay? So he drives by in a car. He's got Secret Service in the passenger seat sitting in front of him and a Secret Service guy driving because, by the way, that's who drives the cars. Secret Service drives the cars because they're trained to drive mm-hmm. defensively. Not so Secret Service. <laughs> and the only people in the vehicle with him are Secret Service. Okay. So he's sitting there in and the Putin. fucking car. Don't forget about Putin. Everybody, <laughs> everybody on the left is bitching and complaining. Here's a medical doctor. Every Ever since. This is straight up a fucking medical. They're all freaking out, by the way. Every fucking one of them are over here crying that he did this this is a political stunt he's putting people in the car with him in danger of getting covid listen to this dr james phillips md every single person in that vehicle during the completely unnecessary presidential drive-by just now has to be quarantined for 14 days okay let me help you understand something okay they might get sick they might die he's putting secret service lives in danger hi they're the secret service. That's their exactly job their job is to be is to get in the way of danger when it like literally to... put themselves in front of a bullet <laughs> for the person. Literally, that's their fucking job. What are you talking about? They're all wearing masks in the vehicle. Okay, like, are you they're trying to tell me that we need more representation for the fucking secret service community because their working conditions are unfair and dangerous? Like, give me a fucking break. It's they the literally job. signed up for this. <laughs> They're not conscripted. <laughs> it's so fucking insane. Just walk this shit Look, out. Honestly, I, I would not be surprised at all if Trump was actually like, look, you guys, you're at risk. You don't have to drive in the car with me. And they all said, fuck that. It's her yeah, job to be in the car. That sounds yeah, more reasonable to me than the other way around. Right. No, Mr. President, we would give our lives for you. <laughs> like, can you imagine being, and they'll probably get called bootlickers and shit. Oh, God. Anyway, continue with your your point. Oh, they also, like, some lefties put out a fucking um, poorly photoshopped picture of Trump laying on a bed with all this shit hooked up to him. Like, that's not even what a ventilator looks like. <laughs> like, it is conveniently some kind of fucking instrument in the way of his face. And they've just, it's just a really poor photoshopped job of some old fat guy laying down that happens to be white and they fucking put that Trump. Oh, well, on. you know, white, not orange. So where's the orange, orange lives matter <laughs> group. Come on. There's gotta be a troll group out there or gingers. Pretty sure Trump's a ginger. 
I mean, I don't know. There's Ginger's with blonde hair. <clears throat> oh, what's his name? Jim Gaffigan. Look at him. <laughs> um, <laughs> he had, a, he know, had a freak out about a month ago too. TDS was showing pretty bad. Yeah. Anyway, it's fucking crazy. I've actually been not talking to as many people on Twitter as usual because just exhausted. It fucking tires well, me. There's out. nothing to talk about. They're just. It's just smoke out of I spent yesterday just dunking on people and blocking them immediately. That's all I was doing. Here's my last three tweets. Uh, I tweeted to Brittany Venti. She said, Sunday sits, and it was two pictures of herself. She's got a nice pair. So I said, nice sits. And then this person goes, grown-ass men that play video games, ask yourself this, when's the last time you've been laid? I responded, well, I'm married, so... Which can imply that I got laid yesterday or I never or five years ago. <laughs> Here, the New York Times, the Los Angeles Times claims White House officials and President Trump's doctors offered conflicting timelines for when Trump tested positive for COVID-19, spurring questions about whether Trump knowingly exposed others to the virus. And you read the article and it says Friday was when they announced that he tested positive Friday morning. Yeah, he tested positive, and then the doctor's like, he, he sh- he's been infected for 72 hours. Well, those two are not the same thing. And I was like, too much of your story relies on this claim that you have inside sources and that Trump supposedly needed supplemental oxygen via some unnamed source. Because if you read the article, of course, they're talking about how it doesn't match up with the people saying he needed supplemental oxygen on this day and blah, blah, blah. I said, you lied so, you've lied so often that I don't believe you. And this is what the media doesn't understand. And I was going to go into this. SNL jokes about Trump dying. You know, they had uh, Jim Carrey, again, doing a great Biden impression, a little overly maskous with his face. I don't know what facial feature he's trying to pull off for some reason, but he's sitting here doing a Is great... Is it the weird, creepy like half smile? Yeah. <laughs> he's doing a great Joe Biden sound. The face, I, again, I don't know what kind of face he's trying to do because Joe Biden doesn't do that with his face. Joe Biden just kind of looks lazy-faced, you know, like he's about to fall asleep but it's a caricature whatever the the line the thing is he has a, a remote control and he, he's at the debate and he pauses trump who of course is being paid played by the baldwin loser and he says we believe in science and karma and how now just imagine science and karma could how comes could somehow team up And he's like, he even goes as far as looking over the pause Trump and going, now I'm not saying I want it to happen, but just imagine it if it did. (laughs) These are the people, these are the people that are sitting here telling you that you're an immoral piece of shit because you're a Republican. These are the people that every time something happens with Trump, oh, he doesn't. Two hundred thousand people are dead. No, look, I don't. Need, I wouldn't. He doesn't care. He I wouldn't even care if it was all in good fun. But it's not. Like they want oh, Trump not, yeah. to die. They want him to die. Yes. So I just responded. I present to you our moral superiors. <laughs> it's crazy. Here's a blue check mark. Okay, blue check mark. If you zoom in, Trump is signing a blank piece of paper. I said, only the left could get such a ridiculous conspiracy like this trending. Yes, it's a blank piece of paper. And by blank piece of paper, I mean um, a quarter of the paper can be seen. <laughs> the part he's signing. 
<laughs> you know, where there wouldn't be anything so he can sign it. In his big fucking name with his giant fucking... <laughs> he probably, probably I love fucking how smelly marker. Too. I love that thing, too, where it's like, he uses a giant Sharpie. He's such a child. When are children using Sharpies? Oh, I've I don't never seen this before. If I were him, I'd be like fucking using one of those like black scented cameras. Just every time you sign it, just bigger and bigger. Oh. Every fucking year, a bigger fucking marker. <laughs> just every year. Until he's got this fucking thing he's got to use two hands with. <laughs> Here's another one. This person says, I also think they were finding a way to conceal an oxygen line as he walked out to Marine One. If you look at this pic closely, see bulge in his pocket, a tube taped at That's nape of his massive neck, swing going back. into his hair and tape on cheek where face mask starts in order to conceal tube to nose. Um, and I just replied, you are crazy, replied, you are a crazy person. By the way, the tape they're talking about on the side of the mask, it's text. <laughs> There's text on the side of the mask. You don't even have to zoom in and you can see it's fucking text. I'm going to link the picture, Okay. I'm going to link the picture in Discord so you can see here. It's going to be in politics so people don't have to see, you know, some of these people in the Discord don't have to see it and get triggered because of a visual of Trump. Look at this. They're saying that, remember, I'm going to read it again to you. So this is what you're looking for, okay? You're looking for a bulge in his pocket, okay? If you look closely, you'll see a bulge in his pocket, a tube taped at the nape of his neck going into his hair and tape on cheek where face masks start in order to conceal tube to nose. Right. right. <laughs> so what you're saying is none of those things. What? None of those things. <laughs> okay, for the sake of argument, let's say we see all that. What does that mean? Well, right. clearly he's getting <laughs> supplemental oxygen, which means he's dying, even though he just rode in a motorcade. <laughs> like, you know, the people can just go to oxygen bars, right? Like, just you, there's no particular reason why oxygen isn't a good idea generally. I mean, yeah, even even if we follow your crazy fucking logic, what does that mean exactly? He's, he's in worse case than he claimed he was, and he wants to downplay it because coronavirus. Okay. Yeah. Unless okay. he, you do understand you're painting yourself and? in a corner. Right? You do understand <laughs> if he's not in the hospital for a fucking week, you're going to look fucking stupid. You're saying that, right? Here's a fucking blue check mark. This guy says, Zoom, at real Donald Trump appears to be signing his name on a blank sheet of paper. I'm going to link this to you, too. I want you to see this image. I want you to see this image. And let's see if we can, how big we can get this image before I copy it here. Let's click on it. Okay, that's as big as it comes. Okay. That's fine. Here we go. You ready? The blank paper he's signing. There it is. Certified proof. It's a blank piece of paper. <laughs> uh, it looks like it's an envelope. Honestly. Right? It, it looks more like an envelope with the curved edges on the on the paper and shit like that. It's just I don't even know that he's signing his name. That doesn't even really look like his signature. He might be doing fucking cards or something. Like, who the fucking quick knows? brown box jumps over. 
The lazy dog. Hey, does it look like I'm working? Okay, great. Good. Did you get my good side? Uh, also, uh, can you just give me some fucking work to do, please? Like, why am I doing? And then like, I what's the, so his be- body is capable, but he's what? <laughs> like mentally, he just can't work. The Lincoln Project tweeted, "So who's running the country?" I said, "The other branches." <laughs> <laughs> fucking idiot! These are the fucking supposed Republicans that put Lincoln in their fucking name because that's who we are. We're Lincoln Republicans. <laughs> no, you're not. You're Democrats. Larping. This guy says there should be Native American president. Yeah, well, <laughs> you have to be born in the United States. So. That's native. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's a good point. I never thought about that. Yeah. Does that really they not count? I guess, here. yeah, that doesn't count. Joe Be- Joy Behar says, why does Trump need all those doctors? Because <laughs> he's more important than you. You stupid <laughs> bitch. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I don't know. Why don't you just pay for that many doctors next time you get sick, Joy? I mean, no one's saying you can't. Oh, and this is right after the White House thing with Amy Amy Coney Barrett's legal record being questioned, and that fucking idiot Johnson questioning uh, the White House speaker, whatever the fuck her name is, Kaylee McKinney. Like, Kaylee McEnany. McEnany, whatever. <laughs> she gets questioned like, can you right now uh, disavow white supremacy? And this piece of shit knows that she can't speak for the president. She quotes him because that's what she does. She can, He wants her to, like, right now, make a quote for the president without the president's permission, without the president being here. You make the quote. You say what the president would say. I'm going to speak for the president right now. Yeah, that's how you lose your fucking job. You fucking... And she knows that. She's not stupid. And by the way, she quotes Trump from the day before, not even 24 hours before he, this she question. She has a bunch Trump, of quotes from multiple periods of time. Right. But the but the biggest one, in my opinion, is not even twenty four hours before this fucking thing where she's where he's questioning it. Trump, she quotes Trump saying white supremacy is wrong, like condemning white supremacy. That was him twenty four hours ago. Now I want you to do it now. And then this next woman goes after him, and it's just like saying the same shit. Like you people are so fucking dishonest. And they want a clip. That's what it is. They want to be able to run on their channel like, here's the, ch- here's the question that was asked, and then here's the edited clip of her answering where we don't show all the clip, the quote. I already told you. I already said it. I already said That's how they'll run it. Will you condemn white supremacy right now? I already condemned it. I already, we already showed you. We already said that. No, you just said a bunch of quotes. Well, that's a... Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but... Do you condemn white supremacy? Yes, I condemn white supremacy. The next day, Gabler, do you condemn white supremacy? Well, here's a quote from yesterday. I said, yes, I condemn white supremacy. No, 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 no. Right now, can you say that? I literally just fucking said it. I literally, no, you read a quote. Yes, a quote of me saying it. <laughs> okay. Which by which means I said it. Not only did I say it then. Everything I just said it that now. someone says. <laughs> Is a quote after it's said. <laughs> Write that down. Oh, God. And these people are like, I don't understand what the obsession with the KKK is with the left. And it's like, it's simple. They're racist. <laughs> they, want, they want out. 
they want to they want to out their racist history to the uh, to the right rather than accepting it and moving forward. That's what it is. Because the re- Republicans started mentioning how the Democrats brought up the, listen, Democrats started talking about identity politics and racism and then the right went, "Yeah, but you started the KKK." So now they're just like, "No, no, 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 no." You guys did that. That's far right. Democrats. That's some Fox News talking point you guys, bullshit. You guys did that when you were Democrats and we were, what were we? Republicans, I guess? Were we Republicans? <laughs> no, you've never been a Republican in your life. You've been a Democrat your entire fucking life. Joe Biden for 50 fucking years in fucking in the Senate. There was no switch. One guy swapped. And by the way, your most racist fucking senators that have done blackface and said the N-word countless times, even in the fucking 2001, before he died in 2010 and you celebrated him, was a grand master of his own KKK chapter with 150 members. Yeah, but now they, cl- now they claim that it. he was uh, a champion for civil rights because he changed no, his ways. Yeah, when? He voted Why? against him. Right, but when they, again, they just say things, right? Well, and course. no one looks it up. They're just like, oh, that's a good point. No, it's I mean, not you a good try to look it up. His voting record is contrary to his supposed change. Well, he changed later when, when there were no, oh, conveniently when there were no civil rights to vote against anymore. He changed later. And why did he change? Because when his grandson died in a car accident, and this is on his Wikipedia page, I'm not even fucking with you. When his grandson died in a car accident and he was sad, he thought, there's probably black people out there that are feeling the same way I am. What the fuck does that even mean? the fuck does that even mean and then in 2001 he just says n-word left and right he just drops the n-bomb and then has to apologize for it and then dies nine years later and obama's like this was a great man and joe biden was like this is my friend and he showed me the way when i first joined the senate 180 years ago (laughs) (laughs) oh god you're being lied to you're being manipulated it's fucking scary as to the scale that you're being lied to and manipulated. I don't know how scary to the scale that you're willing to accept it. Yeah. Like, I don't care if you don't like Trump because you don't like the way he talks or you don't like his attitude or you think he's a narcissist or you think he's got an ego, whatever, man, at least be a fucking honest person. Even Joe Rogan can sit here and be like, I don't like Trump, but look at this crazy shit. What the fuck? That's why they're I mean, wrong when they say, oh, you're not the silent majority. You never shut the fuck up. It's like, well, we're not the silent majority. <laughs> we're the vocal minority. All right. The silent majority is a lot yeah, of the fucking the, centrists and right, Democrats. We we're going to be voting for Trump. <laughs> you fucking idiots. We're but that's what they do. They project, right? right? I mean, that's how the argument works. Like, hey, silent majority. Well, you're anything but silent. It's like, yeah, I'm not part of it. Think about that. Idiot, you fucking moron. This is like, uh, you know, at the end of the movie when it looks like a pretty uh, fair battle between good and evil. And then all of a sudden the fucking wild card comes in with an army 10 times the size to just wipe the floor with the other side. (laughs) The good guys have won. It's like that moment in Game of Thrones where Stannis and his his army are out in the field, you know. Yeah, it's fucking Rohan showing up. That's... (laughs) Standing in his, in his army out in the field, and then suddenly this big fucking force just comes bearing down on them, and he just knows it's over. What happened? Who's going to be our Gandalf, do you think? You know, like Rohan shows up, that's the silent majority. Who's our Gandalf? 
It's Trump. <laughs> Trump is Gandalf. Look to me on the third day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. No, actually, I think it would be something more crazy. Like, uh, somehow Trump wins by one vote. And then it comes out that Joe Biden accidentally voted for Trump. Uh-oh. <laughs> There's definitely going to be some controversy around this election. Oh, I'm excited to see what... Holy um, shit, dude. You know, just like World of Warcraft and Shadowlands, I'm excited to see what comes after Shadowlands in terms of story because I have no idea where it's going to go. Same thing goes for Wild politics too. right now. I have no idea what the, what the right's going to come with in 2024. You know, after Trump serves his second term. I don't know what's going to happen. I mean, who's going to run? I don't know. Where do we go from here? Yeah, Ted Crazy. Cruz, maybe. I don't know. I don't think he'll do it again. I don't know. He's been out there more often doing podcasts and, you know, kind of taking a cue from Trump. He's kind of Trumpy in his he's way he communicates, changed. but, uh, you know, he's not as he's definitely ridiculous. He does the Twitter thing. I mean... And I don't think that's disingenuous, but I, I think, think I think he looks at Trump and says, like, holy shit, you could say that. I think he's what the still fuck too establishment, though, because he was establishment before Trump ran. And I think he's still establishment. He just wants his job. So I don't know. I don't know, I don't know if I can trust Ted. I like Ted. I don't know if I can trust him. Um, I need more action from Ted first. You know, we need more action from all of them. Really? Someone's got to put their foot Ted. down and be like, no, this Ted is bullshit. It can't be Trump well, versus everyone, you know? Like, The reason some point, why I don't trust Ted completely is because I saw Ted put forward a bill uh, with the idea of term limits for Congress, uh, but that was when they didn't own the, uh, the House, and he knew it wouldn't go through. When we didn't own the House, and he knew it wouldn't go through. He didn't do it the first two years, which is weird. So... I don't necessarily trust that he's not just posturing still and he's still just an establishment. I think it's probably going to be a non-establishment person. I know a lot of people are going to call for Trump's kids to do it. I don't think that's going to happen just yet. Maybe down the line at some point. Yeah, well, wouldn't that be crazy but, if we uh, get another non-politician to be president two in a yeah, row? Yeah, that's what I'm hoping for is another non-politician. And I think Trump will lead more to that. I think we'll see more of that from the right where more non-politicians run for president in 2024. Uh, and um, I think what's going to happen with the left is their establishment party. If they win this election, it's over for Bernie Sanders and AOC. They're going to lock the doors and never open it up again, throw away the key. But if Trump wins this election again, Wait, I think you're going to see a that? giant shift. <clears throat> the left, the elite establishment of the left. If Joe Biden wins, they're going to lock the doors and people like Bernie Sanders and them are out of the party. Pretty much. They're never going to let that happen again. They'll cheat and steal every single nominee that they ever can to make sure it never happens again. And uh, <clears throat> I think, I think what we're going to see what's likely to happen is Trump's likely to get reelected just based off of simple political science here. Uh, unless there's some kind of massive Probably amount of science. cheating or it goes crazy. Um, if you have another four years of Trump, I think the left changes forever i think it goes way more towards the bernie sanders well at some point they're gonna have to realize that either they're gonna go away a lot of people when they do that they're either gonna have to go away or they're gonna have to get on board and be more agreeable we may finally see a third party 
boom into existence between the never Trumpers on the right and the old establishment Democrats on the left as the AOC Sanders types separate themselves from the Democrat party or take it over completely. You may see a new party come into existence. And we get a three party system. Wouldn't that be crazy? Yeah, it'd be great. Because the Democrats would never win again. And neither would whatever new party comes into existence because the Republicans are way too rallied behind their guy. Sorry. The Republican Party is has more space. And uh, people like Tim Pool talk about this. And Tim Pool was like me. He was a liberal fucking nutbag. Okay? And uh, now he's going to vote Trump because... And his word to it and what he talks about with, you know, when he talks about his liberal friends is the right has more space. There's more space for different people with different ideals on the right than there is the left. On the left, it's an all or nothing game. Well, for him, if it's also a lot about the violence, too. You're out. So. Right now, like the Republican Pool, Party. Right There's a lot of people Republican that watch him would probably just listen to what he says and never really post on social media. That's right now, the Republican Party has a larger diversity of ideas than the left, than the Democrat Party. And that's very apparent. And it's what's happening is, and these people don't get it. These Bernie Sanders types, these AOC types, you know, these people like the people in Portland that are rioting, these all or nothing people, they don't understand that you can't play the game like that. You cannot tell people it's this or nothing because what you will eventually get is nothing. You have to have middle ground to meet people with because average people, the silent majority, the people that are just kind of living out their lives and they have a couple ideas about politics to some degree, people like your wife and my wife, people that know that certain things are crazy, they see crazy shit happening in, in cities like Portland and they go, that's fucked up. Why isn't anybody doing anything about it? I see Biden say the things that he said and sniffing girls and shit, and they go, that's fucked up. I don't know if I want to vote for that guy. Like, those people, you have to get on your side. Politics is a lot about manipulation, whether you wanted to think of it villainous or not. There's a lot of manipulation involved. You have to be able to, even if it means lying, even if it means giving up on some issues, you have to be inviting to more people because the more people you have, the more votes you get, and then your party's in power. That's how it works, man. You can't sit over here and be like Green New Deal or nothing because everybody that's not Green New Deal is gone. You've just lost them. It, it's it's very apparent when you look at the debate with Biden and Trump said it a lot of times. You just you lost just the lost the left. Yeah, and he did. You know how many people out here in? But BLM what if he didn't? Just because be- Trump said that? No, he didn't lose us. Trump. I guarantee you there are people that are in BLM that saw Biden say we're not going to defund the police and said fuck that. I'm not voting for him. Doesn't mean they're going to vote for Trump. But not voting for your party it, it, not getting votes is just as bad as somebody voting for the other party. And you know he did this several times. He said I'm not a Green New Deal person. Well there go all your fucking And there was also a lie because there's like on his fucking webpage, it says he, you know, the Green New Deal. Okay, Joe. If the Green New Deal is going to pay for itself, why aren't you for it? He also immediately says that. Like, Never answered. After. 
like two seconds after he's immediately like it'll pay for itself why what <laughs> you just said you're not for it i mean it's insane that's why he picked kamala because she was so far left he was trying to win the left Listen, the only party that needs the black vote is the Democrat Party. And they're not going to get it this time around. Not that, not as much as they did even last time with Hillary Clinton. They're never going to get it like they got Obama. I mean, again. with the whole Blexit thing and Candace Owens and Larry Elder and all it's that It's not shit. even just that. Even if it's they even get, like the I think they've gotten like more Biden than they need to win. Crime bill. Even Joe Biden with the crime bill. There's a lot of people that have, even since day one, since Obama, saw Joe Biden as a negative for the black community. There's just a lot of people that aren't going to vote Biden that that voted for Hillary Clinton. This is just not going to happen. Watch and fucking see. You know, they want to. I, the I, I still don't get vote. why the polls are like, I don't know enough about polling to know if they changed their strategy or no, their methodology or anything, but. They didn't change their strategy because there is an inherent value in having the poll show favoritism towards your candidate of choice because there are a lot of people out there that will vote based off of the consensus. There are people out there that don't look at politics. They don't get into politics and they think, you know what? I'm going to go vote because that's what I'm being told to do. And this guy is leading in the polls. So that means that he must be the good guy or he must have the best ideas. They know that there's metric data out there that proves that. And there's data that proves that nobody doesn't vote because of that. But there are people that do vote that way. There's nobody that votes the guy that's losing just because he's losing, right? But there are people that vote the guy that's winning just because he's winning. And, you know, I mean, there's people there's people that have early voted before the debate even fucking happened, by the way. And that's like that's kind of how stupid early voting is. But I get it, whatever. But <clears throat> I don't trust in the polling hardly at all. I, I'm I learned my lesson in 2016. I'll never trust polling because if you're not it, it's so easy to just. You know how many times I see a poll on Twitter and I click an answer that I like and it's just like 100% fucking Trump or some shit almost? Because the guy that asked the question has nothing but Trump supporters on his fucking Twitter page. You're going to no. go off that poll? No, of course not. It's it's all kind of ridiculous in the first place. I, I think polls are... And people change their mind over time too, so... Oh, of course, yeah. So in, in for me personally, I... Uh, I think that I think that they know they're going to lose. And I think the whole point of this process of like um, the mail-in ballots and stuff is, is just so that they have something, something to, to bitch about. For yeah. Well, it's their new Russia collusion. For four years, they talked about Russia collusion. This is but their why? new To what end? To like, why, why are they going to do that? Like, what's going to try and to try and make it like his, his thing? It was illegitimate. They try yeah, but and make so what? Like, what are they going to do? Investigate it for years, then it's going to come out as nothing. Like, what is their end goal by doing that? I don't get it. Well, part of it is like so that they still have a chance for power when the next well, election. I don't know happens? if it's necessarily that. I think certainly they all have their schemes to keep their power, and a lot of them are Congress people that don't even have to compete. If you look at Nancy Pelosi, she has no competition whatsoever from any side in her district because the people that vote there are people that are her friends and family. But, and you're talking about small numbers of people that vote in those districts and shit. 
except for in primary elections, that, that kind of thing typically goes. But people like Nancy Pelosi are solidified in their positions because they are in districts. Like, look at, we were talking about um, Nate Nadler, right? Jerry Nadler. He yeah. was put into his position in a district in New York that is known to be and stay Democrat. Yeah, that's a fucking shady story. Holy shit. About yeah. how he got elected or not elected. Right. Right. And a lot of that is because they, I think Democrats and probably Republicans too have these districts that they know they'll never lose. And so they put big players in those positions. Nancy Pelosi probably doesn't even care about living in her district. She probably moved there to be placed in that district. Or I mean, Hillary Clinton literally did that. She just randomly yeah. moved to New York and then Maxine Waters doesn't even live in her district, right? Like it's, this is how it plays out. And then, um, so you, you know, you, you look at things like that, but I think that the whole point of the Russian collusion and now what's going to be the, the voter mail thing where it's going to be four years of them saying it was an illegitimate election. Trump probably cheated not only so that they can try and bring up impeachment charges again, but I think they want to control the house and the uh, Senate more so than they do the presidency. Cause they know that's where most of the power is at. And I think, they don't plan on beating him in this year. They plan on beating Republicans in four years. That's what their goal is. And more importantly, they want eight years of Trump to be for their party, at least for the people that vote. The people for look back and, and just remember chaos and infighting and bullshit and right. not actually but remember also, the details. Also illegitimacy. They want to be able to say that Trump was an illegitimate president. And I think part of that is not just for their political gain, but also because they're kind of pissed off. You know, they probably had plans and he came in and threw a fucking loop in them and they don't like that. They, That's what I don't get. That's what I was arguing with someone on Twitter today. I'll look it up after this round is over. Cause it's he shit came in and like immediately got rid of a bunch of Obama shit with executive orders that were up there and they hated that. They pissed them off. Now, I try not to get my opinions from memes, but there was a pretty good one. Where it was like, look, when the mainstream media is uh, advertising your resistance, you're not the resistance. Right. Exactly. <laughs> kind of a good point. Like, the, I don't know. We've been I, talking I, about this. We've been the, talking about the media has repeated days. the same shit over and over and over again for four years to the point where the, <laughs> the people who are kind of okay with Trump being in office have just been galvanized towards the left because Trump bad. I can't believe how bad he is. Well, we've been talking about this for a few days. Black Lives Matter, Antifa. These are not the resistance. Okay, Black Lives Matter talks about fighting against the system, but it's the system that's propping them up. You know, corporations, government, celebrities, media, they all support and prop up Black Lives Matter. They are not fighting the system. The system is using them. They are the system. The same system they condemn is up here saying Black Lives Matter and putting up logos on their yeah, shit. If, that, you know? if that's confusing to you, listener, uh, then it's succeeding. Because that's what it's supposed to do. Confuse people and uh, basically just give them enough information to make the decision that they want. I mean, who's in charge of the police? The government. State government. Yeah. State government. State government. And to some degree, city governments. So... Who's in charge of the police in Portland? The Democrats that run Portland. And they're the ones that have the cops go out there every night and and bat and and battle Antifa. But what do they do? They let Antifa build up first. 
They let they don't shut it down immediately. They let Antifa start getting together and doing shit, and then before you know it, fires burning. Now Ryan's there's a clash violence with death. And and who's the people that are sending the cops out to deal with Antifa are the same ones on television boasting about Black Lives Matter and Antifa being not being criminals. Saying that cops are the problem and that they need to be defunded. Who do you think's in charge of the police chief? The fucking governor, the mayor and shit like that. The mayor of these towns that it's happening in. The Portland mayor is in charge directly of the police chief and his police. Well, deep down, Any they know that the defunding is, the police is a terrible fucking idea. Well, of course they do, but they they want to vi- visually appear like the heroes, the friends. The, and that's my point, is Black Lives Matter wants to sit here and claim that they're taking back the streets. They've been given the streets. Everybody else is told to stay at home, don't go outside, social distance, wear a mask, only go outside when you really need to, and then... Unless you're rioting. If you're rioting, you can meet up with as many people as you want. You can you don't have to wear a mask. You don't have to social distance. You're 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 out here doing your First Amendment right of protest. And where does it say that protest is supposed to be peaceful, even though it says that first right in the Constitution? <laughs> even though the Constitution like the very the first thing you peaceably know. assemble. <laughs> peaceably assemble. Well, Mo, you fucking idiot. But that I mean, that's where we're at now. We're at Black Lives Matter going, yeah, the system is racist. And then the, and the system system's is like, going, yeah, we are. Yeah, You're right. we are. Come on out and walk in the streets and we'll paint your logo on the streets and vote for our guy that's been in the system for 50 years and hasn't done anything to fix it. Yeah, the system's broken. Let's fix it together, even though we're the system and we made it this way and we've been saying this for decades and we've never fixed it. You think this is the first time black people have come out and talked about the system changing? Hello, Malcolm fucking X? Like, can we get fucking real? Rodney King, all that shit? It's all happened before. And yeah, and then OJ again. got off and everything was okay again for a while. God, I still want to go back and just kind of watch the entire OJ trial again. I was a kid when that was on TV. By the way, Black Lives Matter started under Obama. Obama was president when Black Lives Matter came into existence when those police shootings were happening. What did Obama do? Nothing. Well, what was he supposed to do? You know, they're on his side, I guess. I don't know. Maybe he could have. Who knows? Whatever. He certainly didn't make the KKK a terrorist organization. Or I, mean, I don't even, I don't even get like the point of that. It's, I mean, whatever. <laughs> Fuck them. I don't care. These hundred people, terrorists. It's like six thousand people or something like that registered members or some shit. I I, yes, I know, but have they even a... committed any violence in the last sixty no. years? No. But technically, they're terrorists. So whatever. I mean, that's fine. But like, what difference is it going to make? What is that going to change? Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. I mean, but that's what don't the get left me wrong. Wants. I'm what... I'm glad that he did it. Like, sure, Terry, fuck him. That's what the <laughs> left wants. And then now it's not what they want because Trump did it. <laughs> it's not enough. There weren't people you like literally white... calling for condemn that. Condemn white supremacy. Condemn white supremacy, Trump. 
okay, I condemn white supremacy, and I'm I I'm asking Congress to declare uh, the KKK as as uh, a terrorist organization. <laughs> Look at him, not even condemning. It's white just supremacy. symbolic, fucking symbolic. It's, all. it's just symbolic. I mean, just like words yes, are symbolic. Trying, he's trying to appease your stupid ass who won't shut up about it. Like he's dog whistling to the KKK. Okay, I'm. Look at Trump. He's dog whistling to the KKK. I think the KKK should be considered a terrorist organization. That's the code word. That's the trigger word. Terrorist just, organization. Time to activate. Just, go, go, go. He's just doing that so that you'll think he's not racist. <laughs> what are you yes. talking about? So he's a racist about? who. Hasn't said any racist things, done any racist things. And just condemned. And just continues to do things for the betterment of everybody in, in the hopes that no one will realize that he's a secret racist who never does or says anything racist. What? Who doesn't need the black vote to win the presidency. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> There's no end to the fucking logic loop that they get caught in. It's crazy. He goes somewhere. Did he just fucking ninja AFK in the middle of the fucking podcast? Oh, hey, Monty's here. What's up, Monty? What? I didn't ninja AFK. Sorry, I was pouring my dog some water. Oh. Hey, Monty, let's play some The Better in the Rain. The Burn Water Better in the Rain. We got people to kill. Doing the podcast? Yeah. yeah, it's almost over. What do you so think? Let Monty get his piece in real quick. But what? What are we talking about? Uh, Trump has COVID and the debate. Uh, debate was a fucking joke. Chris Wallace, that's his name, right? Chris yeah. Wallace. Yeah, that guy's an idiot. Yeah. Uh it was clearly you know two on one. Chris Wallace was just trying to fucking set Trump up. Like, everything that he did, you know, he would ask Joe simple, easy-to-answer questions, and then when it was his turn to ask Trump a question, it would be, like, some, like, multi-layered... Yeah, or he kept badgering him with the same question, or Joe would refuse to answer a question, and then Trump tried to press him on it, and Chris would be like, shut up, Trump. That's the Trump voice. Exactly. Uh, Shut up, Mr. President, please. You'll get a chance to respond, and we're going to move on now. Like, yeah, right. exactly. Like every time Joe would interrupt, I still have questions. Yeah, and then anytime Trump would be like, "Well, what the hell?" You'd be like, oh, "We're moving on. Next subject." Like, come on, fucking Wallace, you piece of shit. Uh, Trump having COVID that sucks, but I'm sure he'll be fine. Yep. <laughs> like so. Uh... I don't know if you've seen, we were talking about it before. There's all these conspiracy theories about him. It's a, it's a body double. He's not as healthy as people are claiming. And he was wired with oxygen on his walk to the, to the helicopter and all this. What do you think about all that? That it's all fake and he's way worse off. Or uh, dying? I, I think people are stupid. And they're just assuming shit that isn't real. But what if the what if the information comes from reliable anonymous sources? That just means it made it up. <laughs> it's 
See, see podcasts, even an idiot can figure it out. No offense. <laughs> when I, like, seriously, whenever I hear anonymous sources, that doesn't mean anything to me. That means you could have just made that shit up or your anonymous source could have just made that shit up and they don't want to be publicized because they made that shit up. So we should try a little experiment here on the stream one day where like, we just make up a scandal and then call the New York times and uh, just, you know, say we're we're an anonymous source. We have some information. How do you know this? Well, I also have my own anonymous sources. If you know what I mean? I don't want to. <laughs> <laughs> right. It, it's silly because the, this whole anonymous source thing is under the pretense that we are in a, tyrannical state where if you act against our leadership you'll be assassinated or some shit it's not like that we're in america it's a democracy people have the first amendment you can say whatever the fuck you want and you won't get in trouble for it for now yeah <laughs> but <laughs> People are saying, oh, this is a fascist state. You can't speak your mind, blah, 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 blah. Well, first so of all, we as a, as a journalistic sources. organization, you have a responsibility. And, you know, for all this shit that's false, I mean, they should be getting sued. Honestly, they should. they should be picking apart every single thing. And I'm actually kind of under the impression that Trump is just waiting for himself to get out of office to like get him on all this. Probably. And I would love to see justice done. Like, holy shit. Just it's setting the record straight. But the problem is, and I've said it a bunch of times, even earlier in the podcast, they just say things to put ideas in people's heads, whether it's true or not. And either exactly. they say it's anonymous sources um, or, you know, they print a retraction that no one ever sees and they bury it. Yeah. Or they're just wrong and they never follow up. It's just completely irresponsible. And, you yeah, know, that kind of shit was bad enough when it was newspapers. And, you know, you can get sued for libel. But now, like, you can even go back and look at some of these bullshit articles because they're just archived forever on the Internet. If you type in the right keywords, you can maybe you'll find an article that's completely fucking false and misleading. And you'll never see the follow up because you're not reading the same news from the same source every day in chronological order. Most likely you're looking shit up on your own. Think about that shit. Yeah. That's a buster. I, I think the whole anonymous source thing is a thousand percent unnecessary in today's America. We're not a fascist state like people think it is. You're not going to be hauled off in a black. It's the van. fucking left that's fucking canceling people. Right. I mean, they don't need to take you off and ruin. Like, look at Stefan Molyneux. Like, right? yeah, he was a little bit out there, but you go look at his Wikipedia page. People have been trying to get the first paragraph of his Wikipedia page changed for years, and they just have it on lockdown, saying he's a white supremacist and he runs a cult. It's like, I started listening to Stefan Molyneux on his political shit without ever knowing who he is or, like, any of his, he's, anything he said in the past. It's not like I'm a fucking super fan or anything. I just, I enjoyed watching his YouTube videos on politics. Not so much when he was getting into philosophy and helping people with their mental problems that was a little depressing but nothing i heard was racist you know but they fucking deleted that guy from the planet like they they got rid of his twitter they got rid of his fucking youtube 
and just overnight, not a three strikes thing, just boom, gone. He was one of the, like the original YouTubers. He had millions of subs and they just delete him and no one ever hears from him again. Disappear. Unpersoned. Yeah. I asked him the other day, I'm like, what the fuck ever happened to that guy? Well, he's just, you know, he can still say what he wants, but only on his own fucking website. That's probably not even fucking indexed on Google. Probably not. Like, I swear to God, can you do this for me while I'm in the middle of this match? Just go and Google Stefan Molyneux and see, just tell me what comes up first. Honestly, like, the thing is, like, this is the kind of shit that Alex Jones, of all people, was talking about happening. And here it's happening. They're making him look right. Uh, it's crazy. It's, the shit, it's shit's happening right in front of people's so here we faces. Go. And still like Stephon Molyneux. <clears throat> First result is SPL Center. Stefan Molyneux, Southern Poverty Law Center. A libertarian internet commentator. Oh, there we go. Trying to First of all, they, I love how they do this. They always try to shame libertarians and make libertarians look like extremists. Stephen Molyneux is a self-proclaimed anarchist. He does not believe in government at all. He said it many times. He is not a libertarian. A libertarian internet commentator and alleged cult leader who amplifies, quote, scientific racism, unquote. Who are you quoting? Themselves. <laughs> Eugenics and white supremacism. Hey, Jerry, Jerry, come here. To a massive so can you say audience. scientific racism? Uh, scientific racism? Okay, thank the, you. The second is his Quoted. Wikipedia Molyneux. Quoted. Sorry, Wikipedia post Stephen Molyneux on, on Wikipedia. A Canadian far-right na- white nationalist, white supremacist, banned YouTuber. And when you see white supremacists here, we have a couple of uh, citations. Citation one is YouTube removes three prominent white supremacist channels. Okay, that's the first citation to prove that he's a white supremacist. The second citation to prove that he's a white supremacist is Collins. Ben, April 16th, 2019, quote, Notre Dame Cathedral fire spurs Islamophobic conspiracy theories on social media, unquote. So that's why he's a white supremacist. Because YouTube removed white supremacists, according to BBC News, and some other NBC News person said that he's a white supremacist because he's claimed that the uh, Muslims set fire to the cathedral. Because, you know, the, his Muslims aren't known for doing that. They're definitely not known for burning down ancient shit that doesn't, isn't Muslim. They're very open-minded people, Muslims. <laughs> it's not even a word for somebody that's not a Muslim. I think, I think in Islam... In the Islamic faith, the word for somebody that's not a Muslim is good person or something like that. Great person that we like. I mean, this whole infidel thing, that's just a conspiracy theory. That's not true. <laughs> Let me help you little faggots on the internet out there for a little second as I get a little passionate about this because my wife was a Muslim. My wife's family are Muslims and they're Asian. They're not in the Middle East, but they're Asians. I've been to their country, Malaysia. I've seen how their history has been raped and pillaged by Islam and trying to convince them that their history is Islam, okay? All of their history being slowly wiped away and replaced with Muslim history, okay? And I see how all the women claim that, oh, no, the hijab is completely optional. It's completely optional to wear a hijab around your head and hide your hair and look like a fucking walking dick condom. 
while the men get to walk around wearing whatever the fuck they want, all in the name of modesty, because we don't want to draw the gaze of other men. And at the same time, they preach this concept of the whole point of Islam is to become a better Muslim, to be a be- more like Muhammad. <clears throat> okay, Islam has a saying. Islam is correct, Muslims are not. That's the saying. Islam is right, Muslims are not. Okay? That's their saying. That's their little gospel saying thing there, so that they can say that no matter anything in Islam is right, it's the Muslims that are wrong. They're the ones that get it wrong. Okay? That's how they wash away any kind of bad shit that Islam does. And by the way, the same girls that are out here saying, oh no, the hijab, we don't pressure, we don't force women to wear a hijab. Oh yeah. Technically, <clears throat> technically, yes, you do not. Sorry, I've been eating. Technically, you do not force women to wear the hijab. You just pressure them. You just pressure. I watched it. My wife grew up without ever wearing a hijab, really. She's wore it on a couple little occasions, like a, an event or something like that when she lived in Malaysia. So she grew up mostly not wearing it because her parents weren't really strict on that. Her sisters now wear a hijab, even though. The entire time I've known them, they they never wore them, and because the aunts and grandparents started getting on them about it, you should wear a hijab. You should wear a hijab just all the time, basically guilting them into wearing it. And the thing is, these women claim that the the hijab is about modesty, yet they cover their faces in makeup. It's not about modesty. It's about control. Okay. And by the way, the reason why I get so passionate about this bullshit is because if my wife goes back to Malaysia before she was an American citizen and had some kind of protection from a fucking embassy or whatever. If my wife had gone back to Malaysia and renounced her religion, said that I'm not a Muslim anymore, she is required by the law of that country to go to a rehabilitation center. Okay. Before she could, before you can renounce part of the process of renouncing your, your Muslim background and faith, is you have to go to a rehabilitation center first. And what does that involve? Who fucking knows? <laughs> <laughs> now, if you oh, announce yeah. if you renounce Islam in 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 the Islamic world, you're known as an apostate. A prostate? They will not allow you to renounce. What's that? They'll kill you. <laughs> Oh, I'm sorry. My correction. She said you can't renounce Islam. They will kill you. Oh, okay. Now, that doesn't mean the government will kill you in Malaysia. That's not what it, The people will kill you. Somebody will come after you. She's got a friend, a libtard friend that lives here in the United States, okay? He's literally dead. That we are, we are friends with and I have talked to. And she's a libtard and doesn't like Trump and all this shit. She came over here and was detained for like a year because she illegally came here trying to seek asylum. <clears throat> she sought asylum because she was a Muslim woman that used to, well, she used to be a Muslim, and now she did a bunch of blog posts on the internet and got famous in Malaysia and was getting nonstop death threats. Death threats. This is Malaysia. This is not, this is not uh, it, Iran or Iraq. This is Malaysia, okay? It's, it's a tourism capital. Kuala Lumpur is chock full of white businessmen, okay, all the time. This is not fucking Baghdad or some shit. It's fucking Malaysia. 
there was a thing that Ben Shapiro did years ago where he put out a thing that was like, you know, everybody's like, oh, that's the the terrorists are the the minority, the radical terrorists are minority. And he breaks down about how many people in all these uh, Islamic states um, support Sharia and all of these different types of things. Like, like uh, how many of them, uh, how many Muslims I saw something the, like that uh, too. It might have been Rasmussen actually that put out that information, but they went to even the more safe Islamist, Islamic countries, so not like, you know, Afghanistan and shit. And asked like how many people support honor killings or, you know, women's not having as many rights as, as men and having to wear all this shit. And it's like a high percentage of people still believe that like honor killings are okay. So it's like, do you consider honor yeah. killings radical? Because if that's the case, you know. All right, so if you don't know what an honor killing is, if your daughter uh, gets raped, uh, you have to kill her. Or I mean, if your daughter chooses to not marry the, her cousin, like yeah, you that's it. To. <laughs> if your daughter doesn't marry the person that raped there, her, there's there's a big thing that happened a couple years back. An Iraqi family moved to America, mm-hmm. and dude set his daughter up to marry like it was either her cousin or her uncle. Yeah, and she didn't want to. She had a boyfriend that he didn't know about here in America. And when he found out, he murdered her and her sister. And, you know, mother was fine with it because it was considered an honor killing. Well, she has no say. (laughs) Or no, I actually, I think he's on the run. Either that or he was on the run for a long time. And then they may have finally got him. I don't know. But yeah, dude fucking murdered both of his kids because... One of them wouldn't fucking marry his cousin or some shit. Fucked up. So yeah, when they say, you know, radical Muslims are the minority, it's it's not true. It's not First of all, you have to define what radical is. And if you think honor killings is a radical idea, which here's your answer for you, it is. Uh, Just put it this way, okay? (laughs) As of 2019, there are 12 Muslim majority countries that have the death sentence for apostasy. If you don't know what apostasy is, apostasy is a Muslim who stops being a Muslim, who denounces or renounces their faith. They don't want to be a Muslim anymore. They decide, I don't want, this can be children who have been indoctrinated their whole lives, grow up, become rational people and think, I don't like religion. I want to be an atheist. That's an apostate in Islam. 12 Muslim majority countries as of 2019 have the death sentence for that. The death sentence. Yeah. You have 13 other countries where apostasy is illegal and the government prescribes some form of punishment for apostasy, including torture, imprisonment, annulment of marriage, loss of inheritance rights or custody rights, among others. Okay. From 1985 to 2006, three governments executed four individuals for apostasy from Islam one in Sudan in 1985, two in Iran in 1989 and, and, and 1998, and one in Saudi Arabia in 1992. The Tunisian Constitution of 2014 stipulates protection from attacks based on accusations of apostasy. And in a Pew Research Center poll, public support for capital punishment for apostasy among Muslims ranged from 78% in Afghanistan to less than 1% in Kazakhstan. So you take what you want from that, okay? And you can say whatever you want. Like, (laughs) this shit is serious. But, you know, whatever. No big deal, right? Yeah, totally. Not extreme. I don't know. I personally 
I don't know if the, the listeners know this, but I personally, I'm uh, not a man of religion. <laughs> no. <laughs> At all. Really? Uh, my family tried to raise me Catholic. That's but, Hispanic, right? Well, no, my mother, she's... Oh, so you got like an Irish family that's fucking... Yeah, my, my mother is half Irish. Okay. Her mother makes sense. was Irish. Father was Sicilian and Italian. My grandmother's side of the family is all Lebanese, and mm. she's hardcore Roman Catholic. So, yeah, yeah. they they tried really hard to to raise me Catholic, um, but I guess my mom fucked up and never got me baptized. So I guess I didn't get to leave. Oh, you're going to hell now, Monty. You better go get I've that done bad, quick. Kind of. Yeah, even even like these days, like every now and then, she'll call me drunk as fuck. I wait, wait. You should have gotten you baptized. You're probably gonna go to hell now. Just be like, Mom, don't worry. I baptized myself yesterday in the bathtub. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't believe in that shit. Pretty much, what I'm saying is like, I don't know. I I feel like religion was just made up to scare people into being. Well, it was the good. first form of government. That's what it was. Well, sure, but mostly I think it's just like having something that keeps you moral. Yeah, it's a form of government. If you look at the government, the government's goal is to keep you scared and afraid and tell you that the only people that can help you are the government officials. Yeah, the only sure, difference but... here is instead of government, you replace government with religious officials, you know, priests, yeah. pastors, imams, whatever the fuck you want. Those are the people that get to sit in power, and they're the ones that are connected and closer to God, and they can answer all your fucking questions, and they're the ones at the top, and they get all the money, and they get all the... They at the time, the head of the state. It's, it's the first form of government was religion. And they just used invisible boogeymen to scare people because people couldn't comprehend or explain. Um, I'm not saying that they were smarter than everybody else. I'm just saying, like, they probably also thought that an eclipse was a God based thing, that something was happening there, you know? Pretty scary. Imagine. Imagine you're a human in like fucking before civilization, before there's even writing and the earth starts to tremble beneath your feet. In an earthquake. Yeah, I mean, probably fucking terrifying. And then somebody comes along I, and says, "Oh yeah, that's God. He's mad. Why is he mad? Uh, because you didn't give alms today." Oh shit! I guess I better give alms. Alms oh, yeah. is where you give money to the poor. <laughs> I, I I feel like you know, and it's just stuck because people are superstitious. People are superstitious. It's it's inherent. It. Even even as a non-religious person, I find myself being superstitious sometimes. Okay, I'll sit here and I'll watch. I don't believe in ghosts. I know you guys have talked about it before, but I don't believe in ghosts. But I'll sit here and watch somebody uh, watch ghost stuff on Twitch or something like that. And I'll feel like a coldness on the back of my neck and I'll turn around and look for no reason. <laughs> yeah, sure. I think and sometimes in the back of my mind, I got that little itch there that's like, what if you turn around and there's some fucking face or <laughs> some shit? Yeah, and then oh, yeah. Well, great idea for a horror movie. It's a ghost or a monster that exists in your blind spot only. Right? In your blind I, I spot feel only. like a, the ghosts and stuff are more of a sensory thing with your senses. You know, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. There's something you can't quite. Well, I mean, there. I'm in the camp of I want some... to believe. You know, like there are certainly some extra dimensional. There could be certainly could be. There is definitely some weird shit happening. What it is, I don't know. But I mean, I'm just looking for any kind of proof, any kind of experience that 
I could be latch on to and be like, why did that weird shit happen? Like I've nothing like that's ever happened to me. I've never seen a ghost, an alien, like nothing, nothing weird or out of the ordinary has ever happened. Right, I don't have any course. crazy stories. It happens. And to I other want people, one, but not us. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but like I, I had a, one of my aunts growing up on my dad's side of the family. So the Puerto oh, Rican, Puerto Rican. There we go. There we uh, go. Saw Jesus and toast. Chupacabra. <laughs> No, apparently <laughs> she was possessed Stigmata. by at yep, some there you go. stigmata. Yeah, and like she she like went crazy. <clears throat> She's all I don't know. My my grandma would always tell me ghost stories about it. Like, oh, you need to be a good person, otherwise the demons will get you. Yeah, <laughs> it's like that's how that's her lying to you. Okay. So you'll be a good kid. <laughs> but yeah, it, it's like. Some people believe that way. If we can just I, lie to people and tell them that if they don't, if they do bad, something bad will happen to them. You well, know? I, I just, I can't get along with that. I really can't. Like, if well, I, I agree. If I kid, maybe, maybe she was just crazy. <laughs> maybe she's just having an episode. And I tell them, or and I, and like other parents are trying to tell me, hey, you need to tell your kid. You know, they need to be good, or they'll go to hell, or God will punish them. Yeah, I don't feel like, like or, yeah, that's. Mm. or like you know i have to tell my kid that santa's coming during christmas so you better be a good kid throughout the entire year because he's watching your ass no i I mean i'd rather tell my kid hey christmas is coming around the corner it's a holiday we all celebrate where we give gifts to each other like (laughs) shit like that like if hey if you're good i will get you this I, yeah, you can teach people that they will get creature. something. In, you can teach people that being good has its rewards. Yeah, without like, having to make some bullshit up. Why you have to make shit up or bribe? Well, it makes sense in the past. So it makes sense in the past because it was all about storytelling. You know, you wanted to keep you to captivate people, and children are hard to captivate. So it's easier to tell people like kids a story about an a bunny that lays eggs or some shit to remember the solstice than it is you know, just saying it. Then there's a story that can be repeated over and over and all the, it doesn't really, the details don't matter, just the core elements. And it can be repeated over and over and passed down through. So they had a purpose then it doesn't now. I don't know. The only religion I'm somewhat okay with is Buddhism because they're mainly fuck that. It's too Chinese for me. (laughs) Shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, I'm not I'm with with they're, they're, they're religious. The people that tell you that you need fucking to fucking tell your kid about Santa kill Claus yourself and with shit a like bomb that, fucking... I put those people in the same group as the people that say I need to beat my kid to teach him lessons. Like yeah, that's and, just and what. Another thing about Buddhism is their gods didn't start as gods. Their gods, their gods were actual. They don't even have gods. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. they have Buddhas, but they don't yeah, perceive they, them as they, gods. Yeah. They were just enlightened people. Well, it's like the high Buddha is like the highest reach you can go to from being so good on earth that you reincarnate into the best possible thing you can get. Yeah. Which is basically divinity. I'm, you know, know. that it's, it's a cool idea, but I I feel like karma is the best way to, you know, if you're going to do some, go some, my favorite gods are the Greek gods because. The Greeks oh, believed right. that you could tell one god to fuck off and go with another one. And I think that's a great idea. Well, sure. I just, I don't believe in gods in general. Like, well, I don't of course. Yeah. Greater power out there. 
it, I mean, I don't I, know I is my where, problem. Like, I don't know. And I don't, and I think that if there was a God, they wouldn't care if we exactly. believe them. And because that's just how I am. Power, well, you can't give you people know. free will and then send them to hell for not believing in you. You know, right. well, I guess you can, but like, what a dick move. You're really a, a God you want to, <laughs> really right. a God you want to follow? Kind of a piece of shit thing to do. And like, what about the kid that's born in Islam and never, what if, so if Christianity's right, and and that God is correct, and that God exists, and He set it all up like that, and gave people, and it's, it's His divine plan, as the Christians believe, and He's laid it all out, and He gave free will. So, what about the kid that's born in uh, in Iran that grows up a Muslim and never even learns about Christianity because he's being shielded from it? Yeah. He's he's guilty. That kid's guilty. What a joke. I mean- Wash our entire lives. So it's that's a, what I used to tell my wife about Islam. You know, there's some know, people Allah, that just nuke them from orbit, but it's just like, well, I mean, uh, it that's a touchy subject. That's what I used to tell my wife about Islam when we would debate that, and I'd try to steer her away from it. Back when I was more liberal, I would tell her like, "Listen, so you got this God that is all knowing, all powerful, omnipotent, allows evil evil to exist." And more so, me, a person that you love and care for, he made sure that I was born on the other side of the planet where there is no Islam, hardly at all. I mean, there weren't many Muslims in the United States for the longest time. And I'm born here in this country so far away from Islam, the correct religion, and I'm guilty if I don't accept it and become and join it? That's kind of fucked up. What about the people that came before the religion? You know, that's another question I would ask. What about the people that came before the religion? You know, we like to think of a... It works fine if you believe in the biblical time period, you know, like these flat earthers do. Like, there was the there was Adam and Eve, and then that's when the world began, and then it all went from there, and there was no Big Bang or billion-year-old planet that was forming and hundreds of millions of years of humans walking the earth before civilization existed. But... As soon as you start to accept that because of evidence of bones being dug up and shit like that, unless you're going to say that's a conspiracy, as soon as you accept that there are millions of years of humans walking around before recorded civilization, before religion and Bibles, you're talking about damning billions of humans that came before us. Before religion was ever uh... written on a text. So God exists and waits until humans can read and write. Even even if you don't subscribe to the Adam and Eve thing, it's hard to see that like God exists and waits till humans can read and write, and then He finally gives the Bible and all of its commandments and shit. So what happened to all those people? They were just fine. I got fucked because I wasn't born before civilization. You know, I don't get the free pass no matter what I did. Well, it's also the oh, no, no, here's, no, no. here's Adam the and Eve here's and the part that's that hardest to swallow for me. Okay, it's, it's, you ask someone who believes in God, like, well, he's He's, he's all-powerful. He knows and sees everything. Like, okay, if I yeah. ask you guys, okay, does God know everything you're going to do? Well, if he's, if he's all-knowing, then he has to. Right, presumably. So if he already knows presumably. everything you're going to do, how do you have free will? You don't. Right, and if you don't have free will, why are you going to be held responsible for believing or not believing or your, any of your actions, really? Because he doesn't exist. Who knows? But see, the the comeback to the always, always the comeback to that is faith. Yeah, faith. Like it's such a fucking wow. hard. It doesn't make any sense. We just need to have faith. 
That's Sam the part Harris that sounds that. like some authoritarian bullshit to me. Sam Harris said it best, and you know I won't get into Sam's politics, but when it comes to religion, he definitely uses rationale. He said it best. God is either all-knowing or evil. All-powerful or evil, rather. Because he's either all-powerful... Well, he, he can't be all-powerful so and all-knowing. He, all he knowing, can't be all-powerful right? and all-knowing. Well, the, the idea here is that, and I'm probably misquoting him, but the, the idea that he's getting across is that if God is all-powerful, then that means he is evil because he allows evil to exist. He allows evil things to happen. He allows people to murder somebody. If he's all-powerful and can stop it at any moment, he allows that to happen. He allows innocent people to die, innocent children to die. If he's not, if he, if he's not allowing that thing to happen, then it means he's not all-powerful. You understand? And he can't yeah. stop it. I mean, the whole reason that kind of line of logic got people to become atheists in the first place, I think it was in the 70s or the 80s, um, there was a mosque that got bombed and there was like kids inside and people worshiping and shit. Uh, this wasn't for God. This was for Allah. Yeah. And, uh, whatever. That's what, just that's where the whole, God. well, you can't be all knowing and all good. I don't remember the fucking argument. Basically, we Allah just, just said Arabic that. for God. Yeah. But basically being like the point is either he's not all powerful and couldn't stop this or didn't stop this, or he can't be all good because he just allowed he this allows fucking it. shit to happen. It was on like a religious holiday. Too, See, like, I'm not an atheist. I consider myself an agnostic because although I don't believe that the Christian and Muslim gods exist, and if they do, it's certainly not in the way that it's been painted. I think that it is possible that there could be some kind of being out there in the vastness of space that is some kind of omnipotent creature that maybe did make us, and maybe he didn't care. Maybe he just molded the earth and the people and took off. Who fucking knows? I don't know. I mean, could be. I don't fucking know. Maybe God's maybe God does exist and he's not all powerful and he's been usurped by man. I don't know. Right? How would we ever know? And that's even if the Illuminati didn't just reset all. How would we ever know? And more hundred years ago after the mud flood. Yeah. And more importantly, how could a God expect us to know? Well, that's the thing is he ex- the argument is that up. he expects us to take it on faith. You have to show your faith, right? But everything we've ever heard about God comes from man. So having faith in God right. doesn't isn't even possible because you're really you need to have man. It's having faith in man. It's Listen, like well, if I whole religion thing, if he they, the, whole religion the way thing I was always taught was if he showed you too much, it would be impossible to deny him, and then it wouldn't really count Bullshit. because no one could deny that he exists. And I'm just like, well, he's got he to give you something to deny. If he's so fucking up free his will. own ass, <laughs> if he's so up his own ass about you knowing that he exists, which is, by the way, just completely narcissistic. It is like so fucking, it's so unbecoming of a behavior of what you would expect of a god, an omnipotent being, to be so concerned with his creation, knowing about him. It sounds like a fucking, it sounds like every whiny fucking bitch on Facebook. I wish they knew the things that I did. That's not charity. That's not good faith. That's not being a good person. You know, if you if you give to charity and then you go around and tell everybody and show how much you gave, that's that's not charity. That's you being selfish, looking for a appraisal. And by the way, uh, just, since we're on the topic of it all, but uh, religion is very similar to having your own child. And then 
telling them all these things without providing any evidence to them, and then expecting them to trust you and believe in you while you do harmful things to them. Imagine or having even just allow harmful things to happen. Imagine having a kid and then they get cancer and you're like, I could stop that, but I'm not going to. Why? Because you have to have faith in me. What the fuck kind of disgusting shit is that? Listen, I don't have a problem with religious people. But you're also don't, putting don't it in faith wrong. that, uh, you know, logic and reason are the end all be all like could there be some kind of weird of fucking quantum oh, yeah. shit that makes no sense going on well right? even with de- even with dimensional science like that's that's some weird supernatural shit if you ask me even if science can explain dimensional shit that's still supernatural i mean you're talking about possible beings in another dimension that we can't even perceive that are around us right now potentially well if no one came along way, outside of nature then it wouldn't be supernatural and by the way, if Doom I could Slayer just say this, when I talk shit about religion, I'm not talking to shit about religious people. There's a difference between the idea and the people that have the idea. I don't think lesser of you because no, I, I you believe in the idea. Appeal of religion. Absolutely. Me, me I wish I could do it. That thinks that there is and no weird. God. And when I die, nothing happens. I am gone forever. That's scary. Oh, I wish. I wish I could. I wish I could bring myself to believe that when I die, there's a lot of otherwise reasonable people who are very religious. And it's like, what, what, what do you know that I don't? And part of me thinks like, maybe it's a leap of faith because a lot of people are just like, Oh, you just have to experience it. Right. So maybe, maybe if you start going to church and you give it the good old college try, there is something to it. I think people are a little supernatural. I even have those moments where I'll say something about, a God or something like that. And then I'll just have that little tinge in the back of my mind. Like what if, and he's just getting pissed at you right now. Cause you're saying this shit. Like here comes the heart attack. Try to masturbate. And it's like, sorry. Avert <laughs> your eyes, please. I feel bad. Um, I get it. I really do. And some people can do it. I just get, and it's because humans are superstitious and everybody has different lives and different things that happen in them. And they all want to explain it. A lot of people want answers, and for a lot of people, religion is the answer. Religion answered it for them, whether it be a religious person that came to them and answered it for them, and they trusted in that person, or, you know, maybe, I I mean, I'm not going to deny somebody that says that they talked to God or they saw God or their God, whatever. I'm not going to do that. That's, hey, if if you believe that's what happened, I'm not going to judge you on that, okay? Because I talk to myself. I I won't. (laughs) And I'm fucking awesome. I, w- I won't judge someone <laughs> in front of them. I'll do it myself in my head. Well, yeah, I don't have a problem. <laughs> no, I wouldn't even judge people. them. I mean, I'll, I'll be like, you know, like we're talking I now, like, how can anyone? I'm not, I mean, but there are people I don't that have a problem I trust with people just who I know wouldn't lie who have had like legit religious experiences. But it's like, yeah, that's well, all great. Just like give me one of them, you know. <laughs> this is just like politics. You know, we people on the right typically we're not we don't hate people on the left. I mean, we do now, but we typically don't hate people on the left because they're even hate them. I mean, they piss me off, but like, I don't don't want them to die. I don't want them. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of Chinese people in China who are communists and believe communism is good and love their government. I don't think they're terrible people. I think they just have bad ideas. 
And I wouldn't want to line them up and kill them or put them away or anything like that. I just, I'd rather just talk to them and try to change their mind. And if they don't want to change their mind and live their lives, fine, whatever. As long as they don't harm me, unfortunately, communism. But fuck, I'll take a religious person over a communist any goddamn day. I'll take a Muslim over a communist, 100%. Any day. Because at least the at least this person thinks they're doing it for a higher power. The fucking communist is like, they think they're better than you. But at the same time, their whole thing is founded on the principle that no one, everyone's equal, equal, right. equal, equal. Ironic. In every way. But say, I mean, it's Animal Farm. Everyone is equal, but some yep. are more animal equal farm, than others. Definitely. In this game. Well, we got to end the podcast, and then I got to finish this round, and then I'm going to order food. No, fuck that. Fuck your round. Get in this game. No, man. It's it's rust. This doesn't come up very often. Who cares? It's always going to be there forever for the next month while you have nothing to do. No, it won't. You guys gotta, Small you maps guys are tough to come by. Uh, you guys got to download some Yeah, go look for a handful of mods. That would be nice. No, I already picked them up. You got to download All of them? So we're waiting on you. What'd you yeah. get? Dude, I can see I got more talent the game. You're not waiting on me. It's in my okay. favorites. I got more talent points and the relics of Rivalon standalone. That way you can get that armor set. All right. Well, let's end the podcast. Um, final, like, closing arguments. Go. Uh, I don't know every topic you guys talked about, but I came in on the whole Trump sick slash you know, debate thing. Uh, what I got to say about that is, you know, take what the media says with a grain of salt. Look at, you know, a- analyze the shit yourself. Yeah. Don't and leave emotion at the door when you do that. Yeah. Look at the source. If the yeah. source is anonymous and you wouldn't believe it if it was the other way around, well, I mean, it like, to be a piece of shit. Just even the debate itself, just. I, I, I watched it live and, you know, I was laughing the entire time. And then I watched it again afterwards and, you know, I saw, I missed a few things. So, you know, watch it a second time if you didn't catch it all, or even if you think you did catch it all, watch it a second time and don't watch that stupid SNL skit. That was fucking ridiculous. <laughs> Either of you watch that? No, no, I gambler did and I didn't. They're just as left as Chris Wallace is. Yeah, of course they are. Corporation. Yeah, don't watch that shit. That shit was ridiculous. I'm glad to see Jim Carrey back on SNL, but goddamn, that was ridiculous. Gabler? Yeah. Final thought? Oh, um, the Civil War is going to happen soon. Get your guns and ammo. (laughs) Yeah, oh, oh, oh. Before we stop, I did find something on uh, Joe Biden's new bill, or you know his new poli- his policies for when he becomes president. He wants a buyback program for assault weapons. Yeah, he's already said nobody should own an assault rifle. Those are his words. Yeah, he's so, the idiot that famously said, "Get a shotgun." Yeah. So, if you own an AR-15 or Here's what you I have know, to say even, to Joe Biden and everybody out there. The Constitution is non-negotiable. Suck my dick. I mean, that's what he wants to do. So if the he Constitution, becomes... 
isn't what I'm allowed to have from you. It's what you're not allowed to take from me. The end. Go to another fucking country if you don't like it. Or fucking Canada is super white. Go live there. Fucking idiots. Yeah. If you don't like being around white people, go to Mexico. It's a bunch of brown people. If you think it's a shithole, you're racist like Trump. Herp derp. Pick any country of the multitudes that exist that are supremely different from America or similar. Go to Denmark if it's so good. Fucking Bernie's there. Denmark, Denmark. Go to fucking Denmark. Go. Even Denmark's like, can you shut the fuck up? We all tried to move to Denmark, and then we learned they have like a retardedly strict immigration procedure. (laughs) Derp, (laughs) derp. Whoops. So if you want to be a gun owner and you want to vote for uh, Biden, go look at his gun policies and uh, think about that. Shit. I mean, he said he's going to put Beto O'Rourke in charge of it. So, and he's like, "Damn right, we're going to take your AR-17, <laughs> AR-34s." Also, if somebody's blocking the road, run them over. When they ask oh you God. what happened, just said, I don't know. They came out of nowhere. Oh, God. I've yeah, been seeing people sure bitch about that, that kind of thing, All too. All 15 of them. You have no value for human traffic. life. It's like, dude, you remember <laughs> during the Rodney King riots that uh, that fucking truck driver that slowed down and get ripped out of his car and got fucking curb stomped? It's oh, on fuck camera. Fuck that. I'll give you the libertarian argument. You have no value for my life because you don't know where the fuck I'm going. I could be going to a job that you're going to get me fired from because I'm not on time because my boss is a strict asshole. You know, one of those fucking corporate boss guys that you pieces of shit claim that you don't you don't like. He might fire my ass because I'm late because you're stupid ass blocking the road. And now I ain't got no money to fucking pay my bills and feed my kids. Fuck you. I'm running you over. Yeah. Fuck you. Because you don't care about mine. So I don't care about yours. That's how it works. Right? I never understood blocking. You shot first, motherfucker. You stood in front of me. For protest. I didn't ride off the side of the road and hit you. That's what I love about the state I live in. You can hit protesters with your car. I, I never understood blocking highways and shit. Like, who are you appeasing? No one. That's why there's a law that you don't have to stop for them, is because it's fucking stupid. Well, based on your state. I, I don't know the well, law yeah. for that in my state. I know that they've blocked main highways, though, like interstate highways, because we like we're pretty close to the Wisconsin border, and we have Interstate six uh, ninety four I ninety four that goes into Wisconsin, and there's a lot of traffic, <laughs> a lot of fucking traffic, and people try yeah. and fucking block that. For their stupid little protests, and it's just like you, you're not making people like your ideas doing that. Just gonna, I, I want to be the first one to tell you, uh, you're not, it's you, to get people to pay attention, but it's so fucking misguided because you're, you're just pissing people off. Like, you're not gonna not stop only that, but you're anyone. also risking somebody pulling you out of your car and beating the shit out of you, right? Or damaging your vehicle. Right. Watch all of these. Watch all of these things where a car's trying to go through a group of people and it's going slowly and being nice and cautious. And then somebody comes over and just starts hitting the vehicle. And that's when they drive off. Yeah, you've now damaged my property. My insurance isn't going to cover that. I, I don't stop and get your insurance information. I have to pay for that. <clears throat> or drive around in a busted ass looking vehicle. Fuck you. 
Well, it's just a dent in your car. No, fuck you. It's just a dent in my car. It's just a dent in your fucking cranium that you got to walk around with now, you soft-headed faggot. <laughs> That's what I'll have to say. All right. <laughs> you can follow me on Twitch, twitch.tv slash MilkToastMike. I'll stream all Smooth the time again. Assholes. Got a lot of good games coming out. Um, buy my merch. I bought some, so you know it's good. Yeah. And uh, I don't know about the political stuff. I would say that everyone needs to calm the fuck down. Stop having such a short memory. Uh, go back and, you know, find the facts behind things before you start, you know, spouting out opinions that you know very little about. And especially if you have any kind of influence, stop trying to fucking get people to go out and vote when they don't know what the fuck they're even voting for. Yeah. Stop. Yeah, wake shit. up. So, wake oh up. God. Stop being manipulated by the fucking media. Be skeptical. Don't trust anyone. And uh, yeah. eventually, you know, we're not, I'm not even going to tell you to vote for Trump. You do all that. I'm sure that's a conclusion you'll don't come to. Don't vote if you don't know what the fuck you're doing. Right? That's why I haven't voted up until now, because I didn't feel qualified. I feel qualified now. I'm not an expert by any means, but I feel qualified. Well, you're paying don't attention. Like, don't vote because some fucking celebrity you like tells you to vote so stupid. go out and vote person. everybody vote oh it's so important that you, you vote no it's not important that you vote at all the candidates whether it be presidential con- like senators anything even local government you need to look research that shit figure out who you want don't go off the of reason people are telling you to vote idiot. is because they think that you're gonna vote for their party that's what it is they think you're gonna vote because if they knew that you weren't gonna vote for them they wouldn't want you to vote. So, so so vote if you feel like voting and educate yourself on it. That's all. Jesus Christ. Look at both fucking sides. Don't listen yeah. to the news. Go digging yourself. Look yeah, at don't trust Google. Uh, don't even trust Wikipedia. I mean, don't just, even just trust. Exactly we pointed out the Stefan Molyneux thing. Just, just you have to on. look at the citations. If somebody claims something, look at the citations. What's the citation? Oh, this news media outlet said so. What, is it based on anything he said? Did you see any quotes? Did I read any quotes to you? No, it's because the BBC said he was white supremacist. Fucking serious. Yeah. And that's yeah. all we got, really. And before we get off on another fucking rant, we'll save the rest of that for next week. <laughs> um, that's it. Thanks for listening. You'll hear us next time. <laughs>